Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled, meh, and mediocre films of film history I'm Cassandra Uh, uh, long name uh, James, true true (laughs) I don't know who that was, but I'm Get out of here! Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm James. Wow. All right. Intruder. Intruder (laughs) alert. Stranger danger. Oh, thank God. He's he's gone now. (laughs) That was really scary. How are we? Um, It's been a while, listener. Yeah, I think so. It has been a little while since our last recording. I Uh, think a a regular gap for you. Yeah. Mm, But we usually record like... I don't think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we usually do it. We usually have to do it a week in advance, so this is... I thought we did it... Oh. Well, okay. we're supposed to do it a week in advance, I but we see. often don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Who cares? This one's uh, relatively close to when... We're recording relatively close uh, to when we'll be dropping it. And uh, this yeah. is supposed to be our, our episode 70, except that James informed me after I not. informed him it was episode 69, and we made that a whole thing. Uh, last episode, but that's yeah. actually not. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's fine. I, I looked purely at when you look look at the podcast downloader. It says sixty nine. Yeah. It's because there are sixty nine. There's sixty nine uploads. There was, yeah. there was a brief patch where some episodes were accidentally deleted and then re-uploaded. And um, also there were like some special episodes that yeah. were um some, some uploaded. What was it? Quick mix, which was the quick mix. Long very episode. ironically <laughs> Extremely named. Long. Yeah. Um, quick mix and also which is fine i mean all is corrected now because you labeled uh cruel intentions 69 69 so it's the it's the 69th that's episode it's fine we can yeah. you know the numbers the lost well. episodes yeah yeah it, it'll be apocryphal and you know in 2027 no i don't know that's too near in the future <laughs> like two, in 2275 <laughs> they're gonna look they'll back be t- on talking this back thing. yeah they'll yeah, look yeah, for the yeah. lost episodes there'll the be a whole cast, religion the formed around yeah the exactly the gnostic ones yeah the ones yeah. we don't acknowledge. yeah um, um how are we i mean we've had a couple of covid quote yeah. unquote scares i would say like the world not in a good place no, on, on this no. particular evening so we i feel like probably best to just just acknowledge that and then move on and yeah. talk about our stupid pop culture take times, care of yourselves what we, what yeah. We yeah yeah um, it all really like it's been bad for the last couple of you know weeks but it all kind of compounded today mm-hmm. try and figure out which day we recorded on and maybe there'll be worse days coming up so yeah so <laughs> the trick is <laughs> they're all bad days <laughs> they're, all bad. they're all bad days <laughs> Um, um, but we're not having a bad time here. Our personal lives uh, yeah. are nice. Yeah, especially when we're watching movies. Yeah, yeah. feels great. Like maybe this is just <laughs> human humanity's lives in the future. It's just increasingly. I think that's what humanity's movies, lives are now. Is that you find lots of things to distract yourself. I mean, that's from... <laughs> tr- like so. I had a COVID scare last week, and I was just like, so I usually kind of like get FOMO on a Friday night if I'm not out. But I was just knowing that I didn't have that option. I was like, oh my God, just watching, catching up with all these movies, these TV shows felt so good. Which uh, streaming service did you go for? Hello, who's that? Oh, choo choo. Uh, Okay, yeah. It's a a call from our friend. He's learned technology. We'll talk about you in a bit. But for now, let's talk about pop culture. Pop, 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 pop corner. 
I feel like Matt was about to talk about his pop corner. Mm. I do. So my favorite streaming service is Uber Eats. Uh, it's my favorite. When actually, no, it's not. It's Deliveries. Is my preferred one. No, so I prefer Deliveries. Yeah. Um, I also like. So good tip. Like if they actually like um, deliver your uh, food later, they'll then the the um, time that they said that they would um they give you free delivery the next time yeah Which not yeah. not nice. not always the case with good old ue and this is why we don't support them yeah. unless delivery easy does not carry our preferred food choice in which case in which case yeah um so i guess the big culture for me is you know speaking of the eponymous quick mix is that the oscar nominations came out recently yes. oh, we haven't talked about yeah. it yeah and they are one i actually am very satisfied with the oscar nominations you have some surprises coming up uh popping up like you know uh drive my car and best picture which i've not seen but i'll see when it comes out in the yeah. cinema Has it been in, it just hasn't been to new zealand yet no one, no right? so it's okay. opening um like literally the week before the oscars so Ooh, okay. enough time well, we to see it there. yeah yeah um the worst person in the world showing up in screenplay more about that later mm-hmm. um you get wild nominations like judy dench for belfast instead of katrina Balf. Yeah. honestly like, we'll talk about it we'll talk about it and and then jesse buckley and jesse plemons the jesse's popping up yeah uh you know i'm thinking of categories. ending things yeah. yeah um and also jk simmons popping up not i mean it's not jared leto as other people say but honestly i prefer jared more about that later okay. um uh but what's wild to me is that the big snubs of the evening, Lady Gaga. I'm mad. <laughs> I know, I knew you would be. I knew you would be yeah. <laughs> Nicole Kidman does not deserve to be in that category. Nic- Nicole was always going to be there. I know, though. but who was the one that's but, so, but also, Lady Gaga was supposed to be there. Oh, it was Penelope. That um, it is Penelope and Kristen. Kristen. Yeah, right. Kristen. Oh, there's too many. Too many. <laughs> there's the. There's Kirsten. There's Kristen. There's Christine. <laughs> Um, um, but who was nominated alongside? Yeah, as you said. Uh, there was so there was so yeah, yeah. yeah yeah. It was Jesse and Kirsten, and then and we have um, Javier, Javier Penelope, and Penelope, which is nice. Um, and also, uh, I this one I don't really care for, but like I guess Denis Villeneuve was snubbed in in Best Director, which have his his. Look, everyone uh, knows look. my Dune thoughts, and we don't need to hear any more about yeah. Chase's Dune thoughts. I, mean, I thought that's a perfectly fine snub for me. Yeah. I don't care. But all, all of the, all mm. the um, you know, everyone is like, what? How can you snub the directing but everything else? But, I mean, he's, he's already been nominated for Arrival. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Um, Look, he can but, finish the story in Dune 2 and then you get an Oscar for that exactly. one. Exactly. I feel like it's kind of like a Peter Dune Jackson. Return of the King. Yeah, it's a Peter Jackson situation. He was, he was snubbed for um, The Two Towers and then, yeah. look, he came back and, mm. and won, won it all for him. Um, Return of the King. Yes. <laughs> That's the movie. I've never heard of it before. Famously um, never seen it. Yes. Um, but the biggest snub for me personally is our girl Ruth Nega. Yeah. I was so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she's already got an Oscar nomination. I guess to me, I can justify it as being karma for stealing Amy Adams' Oscar nomination for Arrival. So it all comes around. Yeah, I guess, yeah, she was a, a sneak in, right? For, with loving. Ah, uh, yeah, for loving. Yeah. And now they passed her over mm-hmm. for passing. <laughs> <laughs> they loved her in loving, they passed her over for passing. Yeah. Maybe she should star in a film called Winning. 
I mean, it's clearly the one the one word titles. It's a gamble. You know, Honestly, no though, like if you had a movie called Winner, like I, I feel like I the, mean, the, the headlines they'd be like, you've got to at least nominate them. Because yeah, then for sure. At least the headline yeah. is written, Winner is a winner, or Winner is uh, a loser. Do you remember when <laughs> Charlie Sheen just used to say like Winning all the time? Do you remember that? I how do. that was a pop I culture do. phenomenon? It was ten years ago. James. I love yeah. how you what just unlocked all of that. <laughs> just unlocked that. That 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 two and a half. Memory. Yeah, that little just... song was it by the the Shmoyo, uh, yeah. YouTube channel. It wasn't associated with the uh, Two and a Half Men, though, right? It was no, just I think it, was. it was. It was just, just Charlie. Yeah. 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 Um, but <laughs> in the last couple of days, I was actually looking forward to this Oscars until they announced that they're not presenting eight categories in the ceremony. When will they ever learn? Which are the ones bad. that they're not? Some wild. They're ones. doing the shorts, which I to me okay. To me, I could be like, bring the shorts take them to the Governor's Awards and then make that like the week before the Oscars or something. So as like kind of a party before the Oscars. But they're not doing editing, which is huge. Composition, make, I think. Yeah, score, which yeah. like people, look, I don't care people much for score, for score, but people love the fucking original score category. Yeah. Especially um, like when they have like, when they do the, the montage yeah, and they have like, when they have yeah. that conductor conducting them all that. Absolutely. Was, was Makeup and hairstyling is another Someone one. Someone showed me that like, on Twitter, rather, on, there was a Men in Black like um, performance uh, for the the music of the oh. Men in Black that they did in the nineties. Oh, that was so that. cool. It's so wild the performances in the nineties. But I'm just like, you're never gonna. Why do you keep chasing this like phantom viewer that no is never gonna come back and tune into the Oscars? Now you've just turned off the people who actually watch the Oscars. I know. Just make it long. I would just say make a thing long. that I, I am enjoying is the uh, the category of the fan favorite. Oscar, oh man, I was <laughs> yeah. just gonna say. which is being uh, absolutely <laughs> decimated get... by Camille Cabello's yeah. Cinderella. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So it's... because her stands have just been like, we're gonna go in there, we're gonna yeah. make bots, we're gonna like get in there, we're gonna vote was... all night. That was surely designed for Spider-Man. Exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like designed for like, exactly. you know, some something respectable like Spider-Man <laughs> or House of Gucci or something like that. But clearly but they... But I'm like, this is why you can't put this power in the hands I know, of the and internet. That's the thing. Like, well, it's well, they, it's going to Bodie McBoatface it. They're they, going to give it to Cinderella with the James Corden yeah. rat humping. <laughs> they thought they were going to use smart to like limit it to just American users. So like, because you know if they open it worldwide, the floodgates oh. are open. Oh, the flood, I mean, like, like the biggest Bollywood movie would be the one winning. <laughs> Yeah. And they thought we like we'll just limit it to American users. We are a local film awards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where do you vote? Is it Twitter? It's just on Twitter. Twitter, fuck. Yeah. Twitter is chaos. Like Yeah. Oh it, yeah. There was absolutely. A, this is there where, was a, where Twitter's um, chaos is, is best directed, I think. Well yeah, there's a there's a podcast called Blank Check where they use they still do um a March Mad uh, madhouse like voting where you like March vote on Madness direct- March Madness thank you I was gonna say I was like what is March <laughs> Madhouse <laughs> hey I'd still I'd still listen in uh, but where you vote for directors and they yeah. battle it out da, 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 da. and it just turns so chaotic especially oh, yeah. for the, the Gore Verbinski like Gore Verbinski yeah. fans got bots got, uh, and they just decimated yeah. <laughs> it you know what? and so they took it off Twitter they're like it's on our website now stands yeah. are fucking crazy yeah. yeah I'm gonna talk about Euphoria not this week because the finale is gonna um, air next week okay but you know, TBD We've on got the so Euphoria many, like, talk. More on this later. So I love. I yeah. mean, it's the Oscars. I mean, yeah. So. Well, I mean, Euphoria is gonna be next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these films that I talked about are just actually films that I saw that I do want to talk about. Oh, and I'm gonna talk about them from least fun to most fun. Okay. Least fun being the Ricardos. Skip it. Nicole Kidman is sleepwalking through this role. The makeup is horrendous. More on that later in the episode. Um, <laughs> Javier Bardem actually kind of fun. 
but also very miscast like Nicole. And you know what? My favorite of the cast was Nina Ariando, who played Vivian Vance. And just because she's not a big name, like they're all, all four of them are playing TV legends. So I feel like if she was a bigger name, she would have been there. Uh-huh. But J.K. Simmons, JK, yeah. the worst nomination. Oh, I feel like I, the worst nomination for me is Nicole because she didn't need this nomination. It's like, it's so frustrating. I, did, I think there was a stat that no, there was no first time Oscar nominations in terms of performances this year. Oh. Everyone had been nominated previously. Right. I'm pretty sure that's right. Oh, no, no. No? Kristen Dunst, Kristen Stewart, JC Plemons, oh, no, Jesse no, no. Buckley. It might be just in the, maybe it's in the uh, then, or in no, one no, of no, them. No, no, because that was a support. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the best actor one. Best actor, right. Yeah. But the, yeah, right, with Peter Dinklage and... No, Dinklage. Yeah, it's Dinklage yeah. was not nominated. So it's Bardem, Smith, Garfield, Washington, and Cumberbatch. Right, and they all of them be, have been nominated mm-hmm. before. Why did Cumberbatch imitation game? Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. He's much better. Here. This is a much better yeah. imitation but, but, from him. Yeah. I'm really I'm for <laughs> yeah. the best supporting which That's JK interesting. Got. He's played two queer men. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I'm sad for, for Mike Feist in terms of best supporting. Oh, yeah. I mean, I he know. could have just smashed I wasn't, J.K. Simmons. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting, that. expecting be, it, but I wanted it. He's starring in a film with Zendaya. They're like a couple. Oh, I love it. Up. So oh, like, that's a strong Tom Holland competition as well. I know. I love it. Okay. Uh, so. Also, just as a quick note, uh, Rachel Ziegler and Josh Andres Rivera, who plays Chino and Wizard Story, yeah, are now dating. dating. Uh, just got a tie pretty bad. I do, uh, I do like Rachel, but sometimes she can get a bit Rachel Berry for my taste. So, Look, you know. She's young theater kid. <laughs> yeah. She just finished high she's, school before she started doing true, Wizard yeah. Story. Give her that, some time. She yeah. may have that track of like. She's Anne got Hathaway. that Anne Hathaway vibe. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. She's yeah. okay. She's, yeah. you know. Um, what was I going to say? Next and then up. next up, yeah. Belfast. Ah. Um, which I, it's fine. Did we talk about that last No, episode? we didn't. We didn't. No. We've also so this, seen so Belfast. You, we just exactly, chat about yeah. Belfast for a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt very fine fine about it. I look, it paid on my heartstrings at the right moments, but then after it, I was like, hmm. I did nice. not like... For a Ken Branagh film, <coughs> I was like, oh, that was better than I thought, because usually I don't uh, like his... his I, I yeah. felt like the thing that grated me that felt too Ken Branagh-y was the whole, like, oh, we're going to go into colour when he's watching movies and he's oh, watching things. Yeah. Because that felt like, unless you know that this boy is based on Ken Branagh yeah. and that he's going to go up to go and work in theatre and film, yeah. then... There's not like that's not part of the story. Like no, the boys the interested in movies is, just, is not yeah. like well, part of his storyline. Talking of color, this film is probably like one of the worst openings to like a best picture nominee in a while. It's, oh, it's just the oh, docks, yeah, the it's docks so of Belfast. As a tourism ad, like, <laughs> Belfast. Visit Belfast. Look yeah. at Belfast. Here it is. It's really. There. Have you seen Belfast before? Here it Look is. at our docks. <laughs> Check it out. Here's a big statue. Yeah, yeah it is very boring. Um, but yes, that was like a particular thing that I was like, this just annoyed me as a trope because it just relies on you knowing like that this is who mm. this is by and like there was no like epilogue of like now he's a yeah, grown up yeah, and yeah. he's out like making a film about Belfast where it would have all come together it's just like yeah, it was just an, an unnecessary detail yeah. that relies on us knowing Ken Brenner's star power I don't know yeah <laughs> was I thing. guess I guess that strain of it yeah, yeah. definitely I think it kind of does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. It's, I think otherwise yeah. it was, it was I fine. Think it was, was just the one thing charming. that I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> It's like, I'm not mad if it, oh, I will be mad if it I'll wins over the power of the dog. But, but by itself, it's not like, 
It's not I'm not mad at it. No. Like, it's not like a film, like, I don't crash where I'm like, I'm mad at you. It's not a Green Book situation. Yeah, well, know, I like... haven't seen Green, Green Book. More oh. on that later on down the line, possibly. Yeah, sure. Um, I was, yeah, really mad, and I, I don't know her name. Um, sorry, so. Katrina? Yeah, Katrina. Yeah. She did so fucking good in that movie. She was luminescent. Really and I'll, I'm so mad that she didn't get nominated. Her crying scenes. She yeah. slayed. She slayed like, she has two big scenes like very close to each yeah. other and slays both. Jamie does great as well but he's kind of like the counterpoint See, and he doesn't get as much that's to do. the thing. I liked all, all of the cast. I think Kieran might have been like my least favourite because I didn't see, oh he was nice. I, I liked all of them. I thought he did well. Like yeah, the, yeah. the character he had to play was kind of mm. just sort of a, a bit of a, a sort of archetype because, grandpa figure. Yeah. Because I was like, oh Judy doing Judy which is still good and and then she had that scene in the bus and I was like that's good where she (laughs) talks about Shangri-La do you remember that scene I really like that scene and she also has that last scene so I don't I'm not mad at the nomination I was just surprised (laughs) this is how you know she's elite level (laughs) it feels like a victory lap where she doesn't really well I'm also glad because I'm also just like she's what almost 90 she's gonna go blind yeah. like yeah. this is kind of nice like she's been working with Ken for a while so like yeah. I feel like and also I feel like sometimes a snub might propel you like I feel like Katrina is probably gonna be fine without the nomination yeah. but it would have been nice like it would have been nice to see her IMDB page and say nominated for one Oscar yeah mm. would have been good mm. um but yeah I thought Jamie also was did really good yeah. I mean he's yeah. a good actor sounds yeah. good yeah. yeah, that moment when he sings to Katrina. Yeah, you know they still fuck. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it was fine. Belfast well, was good. I was like, hearing an interview where he was like, "Yeah, you have to like learn all the moves. You're lip syncing to yourself, which you've recorded, and then also you have to sell that relationship." And it's like, "Yeah, that's real tough." And all of that eye contact. I think it helps when your wife is Katrina Ball. Yeah, true. <laughs> and if your husband and, is Jamie Dornan, <laughs> like it's not hard. Yeah. Oh, you want me to pr- pretend to be in love with this person? Oh, it's gonna oh, be a challenge. If I must. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess so. This is that type of I'm like, that's just normal musical theater acting. Yeah. But you don't have to actually sing, you're just mouthing. But this guy is like, you know. Like, like it's hard, but uh, it's not, he's it's not, not a, that hard. He's not a trained it's dancer. Fine. Like. Yeah. No, I, I felt he did well in his acting, but yeah. it was, it's, yeah. it's a cute movie. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like pretty harmless. Yeah, exactly. And it you does definitely, what, it's a good film to take your parents to. Oh, 100%. Oh. Yeah. yeah. They'd love it. This mm. is very. You know, parent. Very yeah. parent friendly. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. And then from there we go to Parallel Mothers, which I did. Like, Penelope's great in that. When is she not? I love her. She's so central. She's almost 50. She's beautiful. Maybe she is uh, 50. What's it? It's, no. So it's about Parallel Mothers. It's, it's so, it's kind of like soap opera-ish, right? So like she gets pregnant. She's later on in her life. And then this young lady... Also gets pregnant. They're in the same ward. Their babies get swapped, oh. and then drama ensues. And also, there's this historical kind of thing that Almodovar is exploring in terms of Spain's kind of history, not colonial history. <laughs> um, that's a different, um, different kettle of different fish. Different kettle of fish, but they're kind of you know internal history. Mm. Um, it doesn't quite work. It's probably my least favorite of the Almodovars that I've seen, which is still pretty enjoyable because he's. A fucking genius um but penelope's great you know like she deserves mm. i think she might be my favorite of the nominees i haven't seen jessica but i feel like i enjoyed jessica more than nicole jessica chastain just to just to clarify in case somebody off microphone asked just yeah jessica um bryce dallas howard (laughs) howard blanche 
Lang. Who is, is she? It? Or at Lang. It's Lang. Lang. Look, I've never said it out loud either, Matt. I've always been scared and I partly am like, I know it's not Longy. It's definitely not Longy, <laughs> which is the New Zealand way of saying it. <laughs> Our Prime Minister. Yeah. 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 Look, related to Jessica Longy. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll jump in yeah. with... Oh, oh well, it's Matt. Are you continuing? Oh, so I think I think we're gonna be talking about some one similar, film. Definitely similar. some stuff. Oh, okay. to talk um, this similarly. guy, this one you talked about briefly, so I'm gonna be brief. Licorice Pizza. I liked it. It was a bit meandering in a way that I liked. The ending is a. Uh, I don't mm, think it adds to the film. Yeah, I would say. Um, Harriet Harris, who played the agent, was really cool. Oh, and, loved her. Um, Alana Haim. Alana Hype, believe in it, bitch. <laughs> she was good. She's very. So, I think yeah. there's. I, think like, she, I feel like she could. She didn't get a nomination, did she? She didn't. And I feel like she could have. She, she could have gotten like, it. I think people, that would have been a potential great. like floating around, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a long yeah. shot. Yeah, but good, good. I mean, probably not like my favorite PTA, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, he's got a huge like a stack catalogs so. but i mean he also has not won an oscar before and that yeah, yeah that he's hurt. got screenplay for this right and best picture yeah he's yeah. not gonna win best picture no. or director no. um but original screenplay screenplay oh screenplay <laughs> this is not the golden globes okay <laughs> um but someone's gonna get their first oscar either kenneth Branagh, who is the the person who's been nominated in the most different categories yeah or Paul Thomas Anderson, who is just like one of the all-time greats, really. So someone's gonna get their first Oscar. I always. I like, think it's Branagh, unfortunately. I think it's Branagh too. <laughs> I mean, like. I, I, th- I do. I would want PTA to win for a film that kind of like you know how Power of the Dog is probably gonna sweep everything. Yeah. I think he deserves something like that. You know, when he finally wins. Right. Who? Oh, PTA. Yeah. 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 I I always want to like Branagh more than I actually like him because I've I've been like a Shakespeare nut like I've always been like yes come on take up the mantle of I Olivier he, and stuff yeah he, and I Wells. think he wants to he no, wants I, to I but think he can't there get there that, that, that you, there isn't a space for those types yeah. of yeah. people anymore the right only now. fuck yeah Branagh film that I can get behind is Much Ado Tenet. About Nothing oh wait <laughs> okay All Much right. Ado About Nothing <laughs> no I do rules. love Much Ado um, um, yeah. I feel like you know I kind of enjoy him because he's a campy actor. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, He's but, found that lane now. But yeah. the, the film I really want to talk about okay, okay. is my favorite film that I've seen recently. It's the worst person in the world. Yes. yes. Uh, which we also saw recently. Yeah. Uh, and really enjoyed as well. Oh, so um, good. Yeah. I feel like we're just at that time where that character is also Look, at. It's right, yeah. it's right at an age that it really <laughs> hits sweet, for us. It's a really millennial film also. I think the thing is, I think it's a very millennial film, but I also think the depiction of... Um, uh, I think uh, Axel, who is the, mm. the older boyfriend, is a oh pitch perfect depiction of, of Gen X. Yeah. Kids. Like, not all, obviously, but a very specific yeah. in both yeah. the likable and unlikable ways. But of how him. good were both of them? So good. Renata? Yeah. Oh, she's amazing. Incredible. But I was really surprised, especially in the, the last. Once they, spoiler alert, break up. Oh. It's, yeah. it's fine. It's a roller coaster, guys. There's a, so much more than yeah, yeah, the yeah. breakup. Um, he slayed. He yeah, was great. He was so good. They're both yeah. so good. He's so um, good. I feel like we should sort of give some premise for this one because you may not have yeah. heard oh, that sure. much about it. It's the worst person in the world. Uh, it is a Norwegian, Norwegian film. I was like, somewhere <laughs> up there. <laughs> uh, it's a Norwegian film um, about a young woman. What's her name? Julia. Julia, that's right. Um, and her... Julie, Julie. Julie yeah. But I think they kept saying Julia. I think and... it's captioned Julia, <laughs> yeah. but they, went, they were saying Julie. Um, but yeah, she uh, is a 
person of about our age. Mm. <laughs> um, she turns 30 in the film, I remember that. She turns 30 that. in the yeah. film. Um, and we're sort of watching uh, an A12 chapter mm. story uh, with a prologue and epilogue. Um, her sort of go from her kind of meandering university days, mm. trying to work out what her career is, sort of finding different boyfriends, not sure exactly who she wants to sort of settle down with. And then mm. she enters the sort of long-term relationship where they are a much older um, cartoonist who has been like a sort of famous graphic novelist mm. um, back in the day and is now sort of trying to pivot towards like less kind of frat boy yeah. humour. And, and then more settling like down as well, like And yeah, and it's sort life. Of, it starts after the prologue at this point where they're kind of been together for a while and mm. uh, they're at the point where he's sort of thinking about kids mm. and she's kind of thinking about is this the relationship that I really want from my life mm. um, and it continues it continues from there yeah. Um, and yeah it is it's just really good it's, it's so really good, good it just feels so <laughs> like refreshing seeing like a romance depicted like that like mm. I love the genre obviously it's in my last name um, <laughs> <laughs> but seeing it like freshly explored and especially like you know exploring this generational divide and also just like someone who is so feels so close to someone you know might even relate to is it's it's just feels so good and it feels make me makes me excited to to watch movies yeah um there's a section there's one of the chapters that's called cheating i don't know what it's about i have no clue um which is (laughs) it's just beautiful it's just like uh, very uh, sexy and central and unexpected and yeah there's so many sequences in the film and they also love to monologue in this film mm. but it doesn't but it it but in a way feel. that feels yeah. bad like, I, oh, I often I like, felt like, go like oh, a monologue yeah, when it comes I up felt in the film very, and I never felt that in this I felt film. very emotional to these monologues I want to date the monologues the one about <laughs> the one about the cult about like looking back in culture that's the one. Yeah. She's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Near the end of the film, in a good way, I felt quite like uh, uh, uncomfortable in a, in a way of like, yeah, what that kind of monologue and in the kind of final stages, there's like some kind of revelations and, you know, looking back on life and stuff like that. And it really does make you kind of, yeah, hit you in your, uh, right where you may not want it, but it makes you mm. remind yourself around being human and you know all that all that large philosophical stuff yeah yeah um i think there's also just such inventive filmmaking in this film as well like there are some sequences that uh there's one particular sequence Mm. that just really breaks with reality in a really beautiful way which Mm. um you know what trend alert for this year running Look, this yeah. is this lots is like of running. A this lot year. of running. running. There was actually an article that was written about how lots of women running is happening <laughs> yeah. in films, and this was the uh, the cover image on that article. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's correct. There's a great running scene, specifically yeah. like male directors making women run <laughs> in films. Look, we like love when a woman runs. Yeah. And oh, there's a third one that I can't remember. But who knows? Yeah, well, it. Spencer has a lot of running too. We we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ambling, <laughs> ambling in the whole, <laughs> the whole way. A lot of tripping on the heels. But yeah, it's great, and you should go check it out. I, I don't love, know how long it'll be. I love the here, worst person in the world, it's and her so performance good. is so like yeah, beautifully drawn. I think subtle, de- like, well, she's funny also. She's like mm. you know can you know uh, whip those jokes out, and also her quiet moments when she's just like looking out into the harbor. Mm. There's that mm. scene. I think she was going from one venue into another, and this was the party that she was going to. If you know, you know. Um, and then she just looks out into the harbor and I just felt her kind of malaise in that moment mm. where I'm yeah. like, I, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. 
Um, it's such a um, yeah. I think it's just very finely observed um, character depictions mm. as well. Both these, and I think this relationship feels so lived in, um, mm. and you get such a good sense of of where they work as a couple and where they don't work as a couple, mm. um, and you know why that would why it would end, mm. um, and also. Yeah, but why they would stay together and what could have attracted them to each other the first place. And it's so hard for that to be shown. Like, there are so few yeah. good movie relationships I can think of where you're like, oh, I see exactly why, what the attraction would be, why this would work for a while, but also why it definitely wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And the significance for that relationship for both of them, um, yeah, yeah, in their life later on. It's just, um, yeah. Also, the the third party, I also enjoyed him. I think yeah. he he was not as good as the other two, but that wasn't that wasn't but how his performance was constructed. Not the did, function of the role. Yeah, well. exactly. I did enjoy, uh, at least for me, I was like, look, it's refreshing to see this this hot couple break up for her to go be with a less attractive guy. <laughs> oh yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. I was like working out which one was the less attractive guy, and it was like yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like look normally you leave him for the hot guy i think definitely well they were connected in some way like (laughs) i think there was a scene where i thought he really got me where he uh found her um writing and his reaction to her reaction was very that was such so good that scene was so because like you also understand so much i feel like we're gonna just spoil the i know so go see it we're very effusive and this got nominated for best screenplay which is thoroughly well deserved it so yeah so i mean drive my car you better be fucking good (laughs) apparently it is people it's three hours long more on that later (laughs) okay um well, we've got two other Oscar films to talk about. Do you have any on your list? Um, so I wanted to talk about a couple of things. That uh, we were just talking about Oscar things. Right? No, no, not necessarily. So I have two in. little things that I'm going to pair together. Yes. Um, which mm. one of them can expect to our Oscars, and one of which does not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, um, I'll, I'll do them in the order we watch them. Uh, so yes. the first one is Princess Diana the Musical. Uh, oh, of course. Which, okay, yeah. uh, we did a screening of. Um, is it on Netflix? It's on yeah. Netflix. I haven't seen Look, it. Look, I would say if, you, if you're a theatre person and you've got a big group of friends, maybe a bit of alcohol. Is it enjoyable? Oh, it's an enjoyable watch. Is it like cats? Is it bad? Yes, it's like cats. Of course. Kind of okay, I'm there. I'm We're there. cats kind of level. It's not like, it's not it's like not so bad. bad. But enjoyable to that it degree. Is, it is I would say it's worse in some extents and better in other extents. Okay. To, That's enough for like, me. I would yeah. say, like, look, Gina DeWall, who is the main yeah. uh, playing, hey, killing it. Razzie nominee it. Jenna Dewell. Put oh, some respect on absolutely her Absolutely rude. Is she I know, a Razzie like, nomination? Yeah. She's so Razzie. good. Which is She's weird. working so hard. Which is weird because she probably will win because, you know, that's oh, how they work. This is the thing. The yeah. Razzies fucking suck. And we, t- we hate the Razzies. You know what it reminds, it reminds me <laughs> of? When they When they nominated and awarded the lead girl from the Blair Witch Project as the worst actress. Literally, what, what was her job? Like, literally... <laughs> Yeah. Also, she was good. People thought that yeah. it was real. Like, she exactly. was a bit too. Anyway. They, they nominated um, Sandra Bullock, was it? And she turned up. Um, oh, yeah, she did. Oh, it's because she, she did it. a bad film and a bad and and a a good, good film. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blindside. <laughs> but but um, which one was the good film uh, and which one was the bad uh, film? We'll talk maybe more on that later okay. in a future um, But, yes. Anyway, Princess Diana the Musical, I would say you watch it so that you can see every time a, 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 a member of the royal family turns up and you see how hilariously miscast <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, like, Especially the queen. The queen absolutely just 
like doing a fine job as an actress, but mm. what a terrible casting decision. Yeah, she looks Everyone exactly looks... like Imelda Staunton in um, in Umbridge and uh, Harry yes, Potter she's and just the like look, just like that's Professor so Umbridge funny the whole because Imelda Staunton is going to be the queen. Imelda Staunton could the play crown. the queen. Yeah, she, she could have. She would have been better casting for because this. Because she's going to be the cr- the crown, the queen and the crown in seasons five yeah. and six. I would also just say uh, you should do the same as we did and watch this with the captions on because you don't want to miss. <laughs> okay, all right. I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's wild. Maybe I'll so, pair it with Diana, the Naomi Watts film. I won't. Oh, I won't. won't. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, There's Naomi. no singing and dancing. Yeah. Poor Naomi. It wasn't that the time. <laughs> I know. Look, she'll always have Mulholland Durr, all right? <laughs> well, she's got... I want to see that... What's that? It's the bird one. Oh, the one Penguin Bloom or something. Penguin. Oh, <laughs> penguin, they, they lost some of those penguins. That was a drama. Yeah. Some of the Do penguins you know? oh, yeah. went missing. We don't know what happened to them. Do you know that she once worked as Nicole Kidman's nanny? That's so sad. Yeah, before she broke out with Mulholland Drive, she was ready to quit. She was Nicole Kidman's nanny. (laughs) Good for her. We would never have known her. Wow. Otherwise. Yeah. Can you imagine starring in that tsunami film? Which was in The Impossible, I think it yeah. was, with you and and your little boy is Tom Holland. I and know. who would have expected Tom <laughs> Holland to have a much bigger career than her? Uh, uh, anyway, anyway, so obviously this this leads me on to the film Spencer, which we Ooh, also saw recently, yeah. um, which uh, I think is a, a does a much better job than Princess really, Diana the Musical really of like telling Spencer. the story we of Princess Diana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I agree with you. I, I think you made that point, which um, it reminded me when I saw it, of like, in the first few minutes, you're like, is Christopher pulling this yeah, off? I, yeah. I'm not sure about this, because the accent feels, it rings a little Really hot. put on, it's, right? It, really, yeah. it feels very like, oh, I'm in it's an skit I'm Diana. princess. Looks <laughs> down, Diana. looks up, Diana. But then, but then <laughs> like, probably about 20 minutes in, you sort of ease into yeah. it, and you're like, that's Diana, I believe that, you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm a magic trick. You're yeah. like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, For easing sure. into a bar. Um, yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah, it was See, moody. I, I like. I didn't mind that the symbolism was like really obvious because yeah. it was like go I, for I it. I was gonna say my 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 thought coming out of it was I'm like this would be fantastic to study in like year twelve English. For sure, <laughs> like, yeah. Because it's really good. Yeah. Because you're like oh, it's the pearls. They symbolize yeah. the confinement in the marriage yeah, yeah, and like yeah. this particular. You know, Tear this symbolizes it. this. Oh, the the thing the that got me. The thing that like got me is that. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. When you watch the movie, you'll, you'll know, know what that sound means. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like Sean Harris in there as well. As this, oh, like, yeah. As the, the cook. Um, he was Sa- really sweet. And Sally, Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins. Yeah. 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 The um, big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's good. The gowns. Beautiful the gowns. gowns. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> yeah, also, I was trying one. to place who the queen was, and they don't. I don't think they cast someone we knew because it probably would have been distracting. Yeah, I, I think inten- yeah. they intentionally did that. Yeah, yeah. cast mostly no names for the other people. Um, and then the the husband was also the the the, the bad husband in the Lost Daughter. So that was. Oh. It's just a bad husband. <laughs> the face. <laughs> Oh, the yeah. face it's just the uh, face it's the gaunt face yeah mm. um i really like the scenes with her and her kids um, oh the ki- i was like pretty good there's what a final that? like sequence I, well, or there's a scene where they're like playing pretend which is really affecting. i think that's where she really shines the maternal yeah. instinct i was like that's a woman who loves her kids well yeah. and because they you know you know what happens and you know these people are yeah real like the boys are that are now men and out there and yeah. there is such a tragedy that will haunt over their whole kind of lives yeah. not just her death but and his also name her... is Timothy Spall like over the shoulder <laughs> yeah <laughs> I thought he was good too he was good um, as well his monologue about the war and mm. um, the horse the wild horse uh, yeah. if you know you know um, yeah 
There's some good, also some good feasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, none of which Dana will eat. Um, <laughs> no, but, no. Uh, I really love the ending of Spencer. It was very freeing, and yes. it kind of justified the title. I was like, mm-hmm. obviously they can't say Diana because of the Naomi <laughs> Watts film. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it made sense. I yeah. loved it. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, I yeah, I feel like is any other last things for you to talk about? Uh, I I saw another Oscar film. I'll just can keep going with it. Um, which is uh, Red Rocket. Well, oh, we did see that yesterday. Oh yeah, was it good? Seven I really want to see it. Yeah, so ah, like it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I enjoyed Tangerine and yeah, I didn't Florida like it as much as Tangerine Florida or Florida Project. Project. Yeah. But yeah. I loved Florida Project. We're both oh, big yeah. fans of Sean Baker. Um, mm, yeah. and I think like. This film, like, it's an incredible performance by Simon Rex, and it's yeah. obviously still really well made. It's just, um, yeah, I think I think people have fallen into these two camps of just unabashedly loving it and being like, look, I can see this is all technically great. He's mm. awesome. Um, but what the film is saying post, like, this kind of Trumpian, um, like, landscape where, like, hucksters and trying to stay ahead and, like, manipulate right. people, like, it's, it's a real... It's like it, it feels like uncut gems where you're stuck with an uncomfortable protagonist mm. okay. and you are kind of going through so is, is he a scammer? Yeah, yeah. I love it. He's just has finds <laughs> the opportunity. Kind of, he's not really a scammer, not he's scamming, just kind of like, like a low level liar that's right. constantly trying to because you know that's you know incredibly of the film? charismatic. No, I just know that he was an ex porn star. Yeah. yeah. So basically the, it's basically star, he comes back to Texas, uh can't remember where exactly in Texas, Texas City. Was. So, um, yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, Sean. <laughs> we should name a city in Texas. Well, I feel like it was a very specific choice because yeah, it yeah. like, looks very shit. <laughs> like, um, and yeah, he um, he um, uh, crashes at his like ex's place that he's still. Yeah, his current wife, to. technically, um, who used to be a porn star as well, mm. but has all that has moved back with her mom and left the business. Yeah, and um, then he starts selling drugs, and then he meets uh, a young girl called. Stra- strawberry um at a donut store and it basically the it goes from there yeah i yeah. see um, i still like to see it but yeah, yeah no, it's like, worth seeing i definitely yeah. recommend worth seeing it um like i don't really know simon rex's other kind of stuff i know he was in a bunch of scary movies which i haven't seen yeah so i kind of i kind of knew him like as like a vj on mtv in the 90s right. he also like before he got famous he did like one scene of like him jacking off on camera like as like as, when you start in hollywood like you know <laughs> he did a bunch of porn stuff i think just the one is it just one? just the one okay. right where it's just like it was just a solo video right which i may or may not have seen i, I have no idea <laughs> um anyway so like obviously that's why he was cast and it, it was kind of mm. gl- good to hear that he kind of delivers um and i you know whereas like you know, when you grow up and you see these people and, like, if you see them in scary movie, kind of pigeonhole them as, like, one type of actor. Totally. Mm. And then it's kind of gla- great when you when you, you um, grow up and you, you know, realize that they're more than just that. Like, it's Regina Hall, like, as well. Like, yeah. mm. she was Brenda in the scary movies and she just played the sassy black girl, which he did amazing in, by the way. And now she's getting all these opportunities. She's hosting the Oscars. She did um, Girls Trip and she's Support this, the like, Girls. and um horror movie about, like, um, institutions that's been playing over in mm. like university institutions over in um, I think Cam or something right anyways yeah. but yeah you, yeah you pigeonhole them and look it's it's really cool when they get a second act and get to prove what they've always kind of wanted to do instead yeah. of 
I mean, know. yeah, I think it's also like Sean Baker is a very specific caster. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Very specifically. And yeah. this is definitely oh, a role. Oh, definitely. That he was like. a particular type of guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, definitely. And, He's yeah. got that great weathered look that Willem Dafoe also has in the Florida Project that like, like sun makes. He's been in the sun a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting because, yeah, it's like. It's definitely well made in a lot of ways, and like the performances, like Sean Baker is really so good mm. at working with actors. Like all the performances work really well. It's also well. just like a style of film that you you and I don't like as much. Like Uncut Gems as well. We we're both like, this I think, is good. Yeah, it's like, just one of those things where I'm like, I because I I'm really rooting against this protagonist, mm, <laughs> like because yeah. he is just an awful guy. <laughs> like, Terrible. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like you're sort of watching it, like, kind of ho- just spend the whole time on edge, hoping something's gonna go bad for him. <laughs> like, yeah, but. You know, but then th- when things do go, but you're like, okay, but then what's, what's going to happen? You know, oh God. Um, yeah. So it is, it's uncomfortable, I think, on that watch because mm. you are, you know, it, it's playing with your sympathies, how sympathetic you find yeah, this character. Yeah, you don't, I know you don't for know me, how I'm you like, feel, I find feel. this character entirely unsympathetic. Doesn't mean he's, he's like not watchable. I yeah. think he's watchable. He's just like oh, a terrible guy. Because I didn't <laughs> like, know a lot about this. I just knew, again, like, mm. You know, well, and you wouldn't get that from the trailer. The trailer is selling like, all right, like, hey, you know, I'm a great guy. Like, what a yeah. beautiful day. And you don't really catch all the other stuff. Yeah, all yeah. I know is that he was an ex star, and I know that like Sean Baker likes to like put a lens on people on like the margins who kind of yeah. don't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, get their stories told in like, such a big platform. And I think this is the thing is, like, yeah. you get a lot of other characters in this where you like you yeah. feel totally. a lot more for them. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And I think normally in his other films. Uh, at least in Tangerine and Florida Project, which are the mm. I've seen, you, even though there's sometimes your protagonists will do <laughs> things that you don't like, agree with. you know, agree with. Like there's still like like you yeah. will constantly. I can't remember what the, the mother's name is in Florida Project, but you're like yeah, always yeah. wanting her to succeed. Exactly. You're wanting her to do well. Where are they? You're wanting her to get out. Yeah. Where's that little girl? Come on, Where's Maya Taylor from Tangerine? The best. <laughs> she was so good. Yeah. Yeah. When she had her big gig and it was like a jazzy number. Oh, so good. Instead yeah. of like you were expecting it to be something else. And it was mm. just a sweet kind of like one woman yeah. lounge singing kind of thing. That was cute. Yeah. That's, enough time has passed since Tangerine. So if you haven't seen it, not a spoiler. Get Don't feel it. bad Get for you. Yeah. It's six, seven years old. Yeah. yeah. God, time. I know. Yeah. Speaking of time. Yes, we, we have uh, to get on to our movie. 41 minutes. So. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad, actually, considering how much we've discussed. Like, yeah, and especially because we're going to be discussing a film that covers a huge amount of time. Yeah. Um, Cloud Atlas. Feature presentation. Wow. We're here. We are. Well, I mean, We're we here. we got this through one, it. This one this has, has been, been on the list for a long time. Since the beginning, from the start. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of it's the a big, big one. ones yeah. because this is episode seventy, yeah. and no one's going to tell us different. Yeah. yeah, we make it's our podcast. We make the rules. Yeah. yeah. So when we did. Start of the year, don't know if it was a big number. We did Avatar. Now we're at 70. Yeah, it was we just actually, the Avatar of the was the year before. Oh, damn. I don't even remember. We did National oh, Treasure have, this year. We did House, House of, of Gucci. Gucci. House of Gucci this year. No, that was. Yes. Yes, it was yeah, the year before. Yeah. What was National I, Treasure? Was it end of the year? Might have been end of the year. And then Avatar. Nice. Yeah. I see. All right. Um, and so it's another big one. We've hit 70. Yeah. Um, it's wild, really. 75 70 70 episodes. Should be a big one as well. Yeah. Um, and so now it's time to talk Wachowskis. Ooh. Yeah. 
So uh, I had not seen this film before. Um, yes, you guys both had. I have, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had I had read the book uh, just before watching this. In mm. fact, I started watching reading it's it fresh. like a few weeks ago, just um, af- and was like, I'm going to finish it just in time to watch like the film after the l- uh, last episode. Yeah, yeah. Like- so I was uh, famously starring <laughs> in the production oh, of I Soho Yes, yeah. um, and because I was in the booth uh, at the back where I did not have much uh, to do for most of the performance, I was reading backstage while well, on stage for a large percentage of the show each night and this is one of the books that i was reading um so it was good to pick up some material um but yeah so i wasn't sure all i knew about this film um before reading this recently (laughs) was lots of different uh plots and some yellow face (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. um i had seen this film uh but how about the book well, yes, so this is the controversy, <laughs> is I saw this film, I really liked it at the time. I was like, oh, cool, what an interesting story structure. I'm going to check out the book by David Mitchell. And I bought it, and as, as sometimes can happen with my book collection, I can be like, yes, shiny new book, and I put it on the shelf, and it does not get read. It's gathering dust. So yes. gather dust until I picked it off the so shelf Imagine if there was, if there was the ago. Toy Story, but with books that never yeah. get picked up. Oh, God. So sad. So I guess it assumed I'd read the book, and it was... I was trying to discuss it with James, and he's like, I haven't read it. And I was like, what? I thought thought you said disgusted. I was disgusted with James. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a real weird in our relationship. Uh, But no, I remember really liking it. I'm a big fan of the Wachowskis, even if their films aren't always Mm. um, completely successful. I think they're always really interesting. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen as many as I would like to, actually. Uh, There's still a couple more to get to. I haven't seen Bound uh, Mm. or Jupiter Ascending, which Mm. could be a future candidate. Uh, Mm. But big fan of The Matrix 1 and 2, less on 3, like 4, and Speed Racer is fucking dope. Anyway, uh, so I liked it. Cloud Atlas, good stuff. Especially Ben Whishaw, which is... My, my my big crush guess that has yeah. a theory oh, I, well yes there oh. was a certain point we got to the thing and I was like do well, you just like this film because Ben Whishaw is hard in it <laughs> like, hey, we'll talk about it in a bit we'll talk yeah, about it in a bit yeah um, so I have also watched the film and I've watched the book watched the book <laughs> And I watched hey, the book hey, page in, by page. In, in, the, in, the, in the future, you can do that. Okay. In the future, that's in all the future, we'll do I'm not, and I've read the book, and I like both. When I did those things, um, I watched the 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 movie like soon after it was released, and I really enjoyed it. You know, like it's just scoring outside my top ten in my letterbox rankings. Of 2020... Um, 2012. 12, right. So that was the year... 2012. Of, <laughs> the year the world was supposed to win. So that yeah. was the year of, like, uh, The Master, Zero Dark Thirty, Spring Breakers, Taboo. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Imagine if it didn't come out in 2012. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And also, I enjoyed the book. Again, famous five-star review on Letterboxd. On, on Letterboxd? On Goodreads. <laughs> See, watching, reading, they all kind of just blend all together. In the future, Letterboxd and Goodreads will be the same website. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... So, we'll see. I mean, we'll see if time has been kind to this film or not, because it deals a lot with time. Also, I realized I'm not really a huge Wachowski person as a movie person myself. Mm. Um, don't really care for them. I th- I like their ideas. I tried to, like, force myself to like The Matrix after several attempts. Didn't stick. I think it looks cool. I think I like the, the culture and the, the iconicism that it inspired. You like the red pill? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I haven't taken I'm, it yet. I'm very similar. I feel like I liked, I've only seen The Matrix and Speed Racer. I, I, think. I haven't and even. And I both of those, I was like, yeah. liked them fine. I haven't even yeah. seen Speed Racer, but I did watch Sense8. What the first season oh, at least yeah. which I thought was like very interesting ideas execution kind of messy not really interested in these characters really um, but I think they have lots of really great ideas and I am just wanting more of that kind of fuck yeah filmmaking yeah true um, because they're very earnest but yeah. well that's the thing exactly and I think the Clad Atlas when I first watched it was, was like oh that's the one that's the one I fuck with yeah this is the um Oh god, what's the Christopher Nolan? The um Interstellar. Uh, Interstellar. Interstellar. The, series, and right? the don't look up for what's his face. For oh. me. For me. <laughs> okay. Um but <laughs> what's it all about? Well Matt is gonna tell us. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so I'll try, we'll try. I've been trying to construct something in my head. Okay. As the usual game goes, we are going to give Matt one minute mm. in order to summarize the movie Cloud Atlas. Go. So Cloud Atlas is a film about souls you're generating in six stories in six different timelines. In the first timeline, uh, Jim Sturgis is a doctor who's uh, being like poisoned by Tom Hanks. He's going from Polynesia to England, and he's 45. also helped uh, a slave, uh, David Gassi, along the way. Uh, in the second timeline, it's in the 1930s. Ben Wishaw writes his lover, uh, James Darcy, about being an amanuensis for like Jim Broadband. Um, there he writes the, the Cloud Atlas Sextet, uh, but Jim Broadbent um, steals it from him, so Ben Wisher kills him and then kills himself when he was going to uh, get caught. Uh, the third one is in the 1970s. Um, Halle Berry is a um, reporter, and she seconds. uncovers like this big um, conspiracy theory, uh, and then... The people involved are killed, but she's not. She solves it. Um, and the fourth one is 2012. Jim Broadbent is a publisher, and he gets tricked into being in a retirement home by his brother. Let's just keep going. Oh, my God. This. Yeah, and then and then him and his friends break out from this prison-like um, old folks' home. And in the 2100s, it's like Neo-Soul. It's very futuristic. Um, Duna Bay is like a robot that becomes activated as a human and then she kind of exposes the corruption of everybody and then she becomes a godlike figure as we find out in the very final section in like the the end of the world or whatever where Halle Berry and Tom Hanks are like they they um climb the mountain and fight savages to find the truth about uh, Son Mi, which is Duna Bay's character, and we find the truth in love and happily ever after. I am not sure. And tons of kids. Yes. yes. And they they they, they kind of track the souls based on the actor. I think. I think that's the the soul's journey. Well, that's I think a question, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. Look, but so yeah. that was that was Cloud Atlas <laughs> in like a little bit yes. over a minute. Yeah. Like, I think you did. I think considering you had like six films basically yeah. to, to summarize. Yeah, that was great. Like, it was great. Yeah. Um, you know, I, there's a couple of inaccuracies. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was just <laughs> no, no, like no. flying from the tongue. Like. No, 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 that was great. But before we get into the details of the plot, yeah, it's let's time let's to talk about the plot about hot visual teasing. <laughs> hot butter. And you know what? Hot transcends time. Mm. <laughs> Hot does transcend time. Oh, we should we should watch an old movie sometime. Yeah, why yeah. do we not ever watch any <laughs> yeah. old films? Like, what's the oldest film we've ever watched? Like the seventies? I don't know. Yes, yeah, Imagine um, if it was Forrest Gump straight up. It might be. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways. Okay. So talking of Forrest Gump, we have 
I'm, no, he's not my contender, but it's one of the actors. Tom uh, Hanks. There are a few Let's contenders. just name our main a- actors. So we have Tom Hanks, Halle Berry, Hugh Grant, Shaw, Hugh Grant, um, Hugo Weaving, Duna Bay, Jim Sturgis, James Darcy, James Darcy, um, Keith David. But so I feel like he's only I... there in like one. He's just there so that nobody has to do black. David Gyasi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean, I think James is right. And for, is the thing is Ben Whishaw is the hottest. I disagree. I, I think the hottest is Halle Berry. Halle Berry is also she's hot. Especially, but... I think in all of her timelines, she's the one that's the hottest. Like, I really liked her as futuristic savior Halle Berry. I liked her as inappropriately Indian Halle Berry in 2012. <laughs> I don't even remember Where that. Where was she Indian? She had like, you know how Tom Hanks was like, the public, the the whatever. Oh, the was, author that yeah, was like yeah. they had like Irish one thug. moment, and she was in a sari, and I was oh, like, yes. okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Gosh. But as Louisa Ray, I was like, she looks you're also really her, good. Her Jewish role, her Jewish role, <laughs> which I thought she looked pretty good. <laughs> I she, think anyone wearing prosthetics is an instant cross <laughs> off the list for me. In this, I there mean, Ben Whishaw has situation. he has he has. A there are some different some prosthetic moments, but um, I feel like we can't we can't we can't judge like. Every character each person oh, yeah. plays. But I know, think like... definitely her in the 70s. I was like, damn, Halle Berry's fucking hot. And she is. Yeah, um, like the, the whole look, the costume. And the actually, hair. Ben Wisher wasn't even my runner-up. Who was your oh. runner-up? Jim Sturgis. Jim Sturgis is my runner-up. I think he's very cute. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm, I'm Just sure... the role doesn't allow him oh, to be hot. Just, just yeah. when his eyes, like, uh, pinch to the side. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But no, yeah. he is very hot. Uh, but yeah. Ben Wishaw did have my ben favorite story. Ben Wishaw, 1930s. Uh, it's just like that kind of fay, you know, mm, sort of mm. like genteel. He's got like sort of fluffy shirt. He plays I the do, role a plays lot. Plays piano. Yeah. It's a, very, it's a yeah. classic Ben Wishaw role. He does oh, it beautifully. It's, I guess, yeah, it's my favorite of the characters because mm. he... I wanted more from that story. Like, and what do we see on his back? Yeah. We see a bright star, a comet. Where he's also, another one where he's also very hot. And, um, In a very similar way. <laughs> yeah, very eff- effeminate and just... Light yeah, he's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it's Ben Wishaw as yeah. a fae boy. Yeah, which yeah, yeah baseline pretty hot. But yeah. Yeah, it didn't show me anything new. I guess neither did Halle. <laughs> Halle, Halle Berry is a yeah, strong woman. Just, like, yeah. it's Halle Berry is hot. And yeah, in the same, I would say seventies Halle Berry is hot, and yeah. also like yeah. 1800s Jim Sturgis yeah. is pretty hot. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember Jim Sturgis being hotter in my head, and then. I don't know. I just, I think I just got fooled by his big eyes. And I was still, he's still cute, but I was like, not as hot as Halle Berry. He's pretty hot in like across the universe. Yeah. 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 As Jude. You know that him and Duna Bay dated after this? Oh. So definitely had a lot of scenes together. Oh. They always played couples across the years, I think. Look, that's one of the things. Yeah. That's one of the, um, the themes Twin flames. that they have, yeah. you know, yeah. of souls reincarnated. I mean, it's, mm, yeah. So, so two bands and one Halle. I think so. Like, yeah. shout out to, James as well. He looks alright. James. Darcy. James. James oh, Darcy. Right. Um, <laughs> LVP. Tom Hanks and a lot. <laughs> you know what? He kind of looked kind of hot in, in the last section. LVP. In the last section, also I was going to say. Hugh Grant. You had your every point. See, well, I feel and like you go weaving. weaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you didn't go for old Georgie. <laughs> With his his like um, whoa, like... Nanny McPhee like look. <laughs> 
old Georgie just reminds me of I, like that meme where it's like I came to Halloween just as the Babadook and everybody else was there for more of a grown okay, up drinking wine. If you haven't seen Cloud Atlas, which you definitely should, old Georgie is like this manifestation of Tom. He's the devil in yeah, the future. In Tom Hanks' mind, so it, he convinces him he's like paranoid but he's got this like pustulant kind yeah. of green skin sort of thing like, I'm assuming skin. old Georgie is in the book and he is described. in the book but we, I don't think he's described in the book oh, oh is so he they, not so no. they made that up is that an addition <laughs> wow it's like a Victorian era it is like, very spring heel uh, jack yeah. Yeah. it gave me slender man is what it gave me yeah Um. to me LVP is Tom Hanks because <laughs> because not just the makeup but the voices that he was yeah. making oh. <laughs> His some, some of his no, like it's wor- Irish. It's oh, to be Irish. Irish. some of his worst performances but i actually thought his last performance was really good i well this is incredibly fitting actually we didn't mention it on on pop pop corner but um the trailer for elvis baz luman's elvis <laughs> oh, just dropped right. and yeah. if like the person playing elvis looks like a stunning performance and then tom hanks is there as the manager is yeah colonel tom parker yeah doing the then wildest i'm accent. tom hanks it's and so, i'm from the south it. seems like an snl parody doing? and I, it, there's moments in this see, film that's the thing that i've never seen elvis. tom so wild <laughs> like he's usually so mild mannered charming like, but he's got that side like the lady killers kind of side that yeah. we haven't but even got it the, like a full dose. Yeah. In anyways, like, yeah. Uh, what should we start with? What should yeah. we talk about? Well, I think we got to start with our bottles as normal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. So, what aspects of this did we like? I I feel like there's like quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love how expansive it is. First it's of huge. It's, it's ambitious. So ambitious. You can't, it's so you can't, ambitious. You cannot deny the. Ambition. I feel like honestly, these days this would be a mini series because yes. it makes sense. And honestly, it probably should have been. Yes. But <laughs> the the fact that they tackled all but, this. I, think, I mean, like, having... So, a big thing about mm. the book and the film that are different from each other. So, the book mm. has a really specific structure uh, for those yeah. that have not read it. Basically... Oh, okay. I, I feel attacked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get, get out. So, we've got these six storylines. <laughs> and so, what we do is we have the first half of the Adam Ewing storyline. Then we have the first half of the... Uh, Frobisher. Frobisher story, yeah. the pianist. So, this is running in chronological yeah. 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 Then we have the first half of the Louisa Louis Ray, Ray story. First half of the Timothy Cavendish story. Which is Jim Broadbent. Yep. First half of the Sonmi 451 story and then we have all of the Zachary like future yeah. post-apocalyptic I don't, and then I, we yeah. go into it's like the opposite half of a Russian doll so then we've got the yeah. second half of Sonmi second half of Timothy second yeah. half of Louisa Ray and so on I forgot on about that but end. yes yeah that's um, right so that's sort of how the structure of the book is and so instead of doing that they've, they've done like kind of all of the stories kind of cross yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think actually as an adaptational choice I think that's really right for making this work well, as a film even though it doesn't have the yeah. same and here's because I was like obviously it, it kind of washed over me the first time I watched it and I was like as I was watching this time I was trying to track which souls were which reincarnated to which so, like to mm. which people and then I looked it up online because I'm a cheater yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and I was like oh so they tracked it by actor and the, in the book it, it was the comma tattoo well yeah. this is the thing is I in the book the idea of tracking souls yeah. generally like there isn't as much emphasis. like emphasis. Yeah, like, there yeah, is yeah. sort of an implication that one soul, who was the main character, yeah. who was different actors every time, because yeah. they, they were totally different of identity course. every time, um, is like a reincarnated soul potentially. Mm. But there's no specific connection to, of that. Yeah. And there's nothing uh, that's drawing a specific parallel between any yeah. of the other characters. And yeah, in yeah, fact, yeah. like some of the ways that they draw parallels in this movie 
they've kind of made up like the, the, there's love stories where there aren't really love stories uh. and things like that in order to, to make that that theme come through but I, I think that's not necessarily a bad thing I mean yeah the, the comet we see a mm. couple of times I don't know if we see so it the, every yeah, yeah. the no, comet it's a birthmark I think the yeah. comet like I think signals to the audience who the protagonist is yes. in that section sure yeah right. and then the reincarnation or as the filmmakers um, envisioned it would be the actors through the years that's their soul traveling right so every, which is what i read every story I, has a yeah. different lead, don't right? believe everything you read though so. yeah that's the thing is like i think that there is two different things happening there, yeah which is yeah. like in one sort of in the book it's implied that the person with the comet birthmark is the person who's the yeah. same soul yeah whereas here they're using this double the casting yeah. like quadruple yeah. quadruple you know five times casting yeah. sometimes to kind of yeah imply like that yeah. is the same that's person, the soul yeah like soul wise but then yeah that's kind of it leads us into difficulties <laughs> the, well the only person that i i felt like it was trying to like map very clearly was the same person was the tom hanks character yeah well tom moved. hanks starts from like a really rotten place yeah and then which he, is fascinating to see tom hanks play by the way You're and like, and then me. yeah and then to like a really redemptive place at the end where yeah. you love him though so i would say like if we're tracking his soul mm. through those ages in a mm. chronological sense mm that's not necessarily where that soul goes because like you've got the first character he's kind of a baddie who's really yeah, yeah. evil then you're like his, he's a he's hotel really manager second, he's, not really he's also still one. a dick yeah yeah and the third he's good one, he's, he's a good, good. guy he's yeah. like a scientist who is in love with louisa ray he so, wants to help so that's her. the thing yeah, it's like true. i think like, her and like louisa are twin flames obviously so like, this is the thing is like that like, another element that they've added is this idea of love that sort of reincarnates through the through the years yeah, and so they yeah. have like holly berry and tom hanks are a couple in, and, in three different and, and i think that's why they yeah i think that and then i think that's why they two definitely two definitely and then like in the 2012 one they had that like connection where like he looked at her sure, and she was in right. the sari and I was like okay cool they're still connected in this mm, they're yeah. vibing in this sense yeah. and then um, and then they do the same thing with Jim Sturgis and Duna Bay yeah, yeah. who are um like, yeah, they were the married white couple at the beginning. They're the married beginning. white couple. They're both white in the first thing, and yeah. then they're both Korean <laughs> yeah. in uh, the 2011. The 2100. I think yeah. the love mapping throughout the years is the more effective one. Like the comet, I'm like, oh, there's a comet. He's got a comet. They've got a comet. I think it's, I think it's the thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's more readable, but it is an interesting adaptational thing because that's a totally new thing that they've yeah. added. I don't yeah. know if that's a bad thing. I, think I, was, kind of, I, I was, I think like with the Wachowski stuff, especially the later ones where I think it's more, um, I think, is it Lana? Lana's interest is like, especially like it's in Matrix Resurrections as well, of like love being this all powering, this like transcendent kind of, for, mm. f- through the world, which is power. like, and I think it's similar in Sense8 as well, where you're like... Mm, mm, mm. They're yeah, all drawn and... You yeah. feel connected and have orgies and stuff. But, yeah. like, um, that... I don't mind that as, like, a concept, especially if you can I show like that in yeah. interesting yeah. cinematic kind of ways. And, I, yeah, it, I, it, it feels connected and helps this, like, really unusual multicasting kind of I, feel I, more grounded. I like it for most part. So, like, I like the, the, the story of Tom Hanks' character. I love the story of Halle Berry's character. Because in the first one, she was a slave... And then in the last one, she was kind of like this kind of mm. truth bringer to everyone. Yeah. And that's the same with like Junabe, where she was like just a wife and then she becomes like this. But also, but if we're going by that logic, I'm just like, 
Ben Whishaw's soul doesn't grow at all. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, I don't think... But it's a concentrated think... soul. He writes yeah. that sex like, debt in it. Like, to me, to me I'm just that's, like... I, that's why I don't, I don't think this theory yeah. checks out at all. Exactly, but I <laughs> guess that's... what I'm saying. But I think that's but there's why... A, there's a sequence in the movie where I think Jim Broadbent's giving a monologue mm. and then, it, like, it tracks over Tom Hanks' character. So it's like, is that what you're implying? Yeah. And then... But also, like, he just have bad souls, like Hugh Grant and Hugo Weaving. I just always fucking villains the whole time. Always the, but that's that's what I mean. Like the 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 Frobisher story is always like the the, the what was the most romantic one for me, and mm. I was the one I was most invested in. And like, I just didn't get enough of that character in yeah in other stories, or like him in Sixsmith, where I was like. The fuck? And I what? think this is the thing is because it's an adaptational thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you've got yeah. this book and my read of this book, I didn't love it. I liked it, but I felt mm. very much like it was David Mitchell going, ha ha, look at me. Very I'm very impressive. clever. Very cool. I'm very clever and I can write lots of different genres, which it, it, he can do really. Yeah, He's a very good writer. Absolutely. But I didn't feel like the book was really saying very much. I th- that's the thing because like, I, I remember reading this like, yeah, just shortly before the movie came, or just after, because I wanted to watch the movie mm. as well, and I was very impressed. Very impressed as, like, you know, maybe you know, 10, 10 years year old, ago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And now I'm like, I don't even know, like, because, like, I watched this film, and I didn't like it as much as, as I first um, mm. watched it, but is it enough to biff it? We'll find out. Um, but, yeah, and I think that's the thing, is, like, the book reads very much just, like, I'm very clever with all these different mm. types of writing style. I can do each of the different stories is, of course, told in a very different genre. Mm. There are some very wanky things he does with the language that they've actually cut down on, like, in the, the um, Sonmi 451 chapter, there is this whole uh, oh, trope where um, throughout... Yeah. Oh, like um, Fahrenheit. Yeah. I see. Uh, you know, I it's a little reference, well. yeah. guys. Literary um, No, I don't read books. I burn them, Cass. <laughs> That's um, a little reference for you, kitties. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, they have this whole thing where, like, shoes are called, like, Nikes and, like, oh, yeah. phones are called Sonys God. and things like that. And so the, all of it's written with this kind of affected kind of uh, future and it, speak. And, and it, then, of course, it in the Zachary chapter, it gets worse. And we have, worse. we've got the this true, kind true of, speak. it's a sort of patois. Yeah, it is a petrol. And so I'm like, he does it very, like, cleverly, very well, but it does feel a little affected and a very, like, a little self satisfied. Um, And the result of the book for me Mm. was I felt like, oh, this is a clever writer who's done a very ambitious thing and Mm. pulled it off, but I don't know if it's really saying anything. Yeah. Uh, And so I think what the Wachowskis have done in this adaptation, and Tom Tickfair as well. Yeah, Tom Tickfair, of course. um, Run, Lola, run. Perfume, sniff, sniff. Yeah. Is to um, to try to find like I know that's not the actual subtitle. something that this is saying right <laughs> yeah yeah like and so that sort of idea of oh love through time exactly and the idea yeah, of the yeah. Souls, that's kind of placed on top of this and that's what they're drawn to as well that's what they want yeah. to explore and I'm like material. so I'm glad that they've added some themes like yeah. it's great to have but then of course there are going to be <laughs> themes, ways in which you know <laughs> it's good to have themes it's great themes. to have them. it's good to have themes um, but yeah then there are of course places where the logic doesn't check yeah, out exactly, like if yeah. you actually follow this is Tom Hanks's soul through time he doesn't oh, get yeah. like there's not really linear sort of sense of a yeah, soul struggling yeah. to be better so, Ben Wishaw has no development because he's only got one character yeah, really to bring, us, like, to bring us back to the, the bottles I you talked about like mm. the, the true true and the Zachary and yeah. I want to say like that could have been so bad it could have um, been much worse. And I yeah, think that I Tom t- Hanks and Halle Berry, yeah, they, they it, sell yeah. the hell out of it. I, I, I think Tom I Hanks think, particularly. I think Halle Berry sometimes it will sound a little yeah, bit false yeah, in her mouth. I, but Tom sure. Hanks says it like that's how he's been talking I, his whole life. I tolerated <laughs> the dialogue. 
But Tom Hanks, again, some of his worst performances are in this movie. <laughs> but I feel like one of his like better modern performances is in that final section as Zachary. He's so good. He's good. Yeah. He's very emotional. Very soulful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel the weight of the world on this man's shoulders. And it was great. Because the, the whole time I was like, Tom, what is this? <laughs> what is this accent? It's very What clowning. is this makeup? Can we talk specifically about good performances yeah. in this film? Yeah, yeah. Um, we've kind of talked about Ben Wishore a fair bit. Uh, he's very he's soulful. Good. Like, I actually really like James Darcy. Like, as a sixsmith, I thought he was very tender. And even as, like, makeup aside, <laughs> as the Inquisitor, I was like, you've given a very tender kind of, like, curious performance. I really enjoyed him. Well, Much he's w- and he gets landed with a lot of makeup because yeah. Yeah, the Inquisitor yeah. is in the This On Me narrative where he's uh, interviewing. And then also he's, he's also playing... a drag performance, mm-hmm. does he have? He's playing no. the older version of Sixsmith where he's got yes, a lot of makeup. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, the dra- does George, he have a drag performance? Georgette is with Ben Wishaw. It's Ben Wishaw, but there's, yeah. and the, is the nurse... That's no, that's Hugo Weaving. Weaving. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about him yeah. in a bit. But yeah, Darcy's able to act through the makeup. Yeah. Really which I, yeah. Same yeah. with Jim Sturges as well in terms of we'll talk Jim about Jim Sturges's makeup was wild. We'll talk about it oh, in a yeah. bit. We'll talk I about... think all the makeup yeah. is bad. I don't think there's very good makeup for yeah. anybody here. Like both <laughs> yeah. the racially insensitive stuff and um, the just the general bad facials. I thought <laughs> Duna Bay is uh, it was really like intense in a good way like she really mm, anchored I, that character I yeah thought. i feel like that was probably the most disappointing as a person that just finished this book and then watched this you movie, wanted a bit more yeah that that was a, i felt like that storyline is i think because they've decided to add in this love story there to show this yeah. like thing it kind of really doesn't serve her character very mm. well and this is getting to bananas but you know um, I think the, it's the, just the, a lot of things we talk about. It's a mishmash, right? It's, like, right? it's, a, it's the mixed bag. We're eating them all together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in, in the book, her storyline is really about herself. And she's a clone, mm. not a robot. Um, but clone, a, a clone. But yes. yeah, she's a she's specifically sort of uh, a genetically uh, engineered clone who is like made to be a server in like a sort mm. of fast food restaurant and is going to do that for her whole life and then be killed by the government, but she doesn't know. She thinks yeah. she's going to like paradise. Yeah. Um, but it's the book's sort of plotline is really about her um gaining sort of yeah self-knowledge mm. and about her thirst for knowledge and and sort of yeah. understanding in the film he, the world. Kind of, he kind of activates her a little yeah bit here it's yeah. kind of like she just magically becomes like proper human she learns stuff really fast mm. and then it's just about her love story with this yeah. jim sturgis and character he's doing majority of the and fighting. he's doing most of the he's fighting like... she's very passive she's kind uh, of just going i along. forgot about that part and i just I, it felt really like a, such a shame for this particularly i mm. think from just reading this from an orientalist perspective of course, like yeah. it just seems like such a classic kind of sidelining of you know like you already have the sidelining of like the future asian robot woman which is a really big yeah. stereotype it comes up all the time yeah, you get this right. particular type of trope character and i'm yeah. not, not a fan of yeah. But I'm like, you're forgiven that when it is about her self-actualization, exactly, her personhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really interesting. But here they've stripped that away from what was what was interesting about that plot in the book. And it just becomes like the, the naive child, like kind of, you know, oh, she's she's learning about and the world. And it doesn't work as well when she becomes this like godlike figure. Yeah, at the end, and you don't right? get a sense she of her, her learned wisdom. Like, you get a yeah. sense that she's purely just like, yeah, yeah. she's, she's right robotic. Place, right she's time. learned like this stuff from, you know, like the internet. She hasn't really understood 
understood humanity she hasn't we haven't got a sense of her kind of Mm. actualization and it is just kind of this love story thing which i think cheapens it and it it, it kind of Mm. makes her story really male-centered in a way that i i didn't like anyway and also as a performer like (sighs) she's because yeah you've you've got a character that is uh, an actor that is white that is playing all this this kind of role uh as a kind of uh, counterpoint and then yeah she's getting yeah and he's getting to as, do lots of the cool an stuff and yeah. so you've yeah. got like the actual one actual asian person there yeah. um just kind of being like oh i'll follow along like oh i'll tr- i'll try not to be too foolishly girly as i yeah. <laughs> run to my death anyway so it was just kind of annoying to me um mm. and it yeah i think particularly because the source material is so kind of um uneven and that was the part of it that i was like i, I think there's some good ideas here yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, we'll get into Bananas in a bit, but I guess, like, the ambition of the film, mm. like, us talking about that... It's very impressive to me. It's impressive, yes. and because it holds, relatively holds your attention in terms of, like, how it, as you were saying, mm. how it cross-cuts, like, it matches ideas around, like, There's say, like, there'll be some water, and then we'll cap back to Halle Berry, like, her car is in the water, and it's flooding mm. in, like... There's that. some stuff, like, um, there's a, the, the gates of the retirement community close, and then it cuts to, like, this big vault door closing behind Zonmi, and, like, a... <coughs> in Korea like there's like different sort of yeah equivalences throughout the plot which is like simple things but super dynamic like Mm. and then there's little references like um so uh Jim Broadbent's character I forgot the name yeah and and as a pirate right oh not as as a pirate so when he's leaving the retirement village which he doesn't realize Timothy Timothy he's like soil and green as people oh Um, yeah those seems like a throwaway those references yeah yeah. and then but then later on yeah yeah. Sonmi's like all of her sister's sister clones are all getting recycled into other clones um yeah yeah because when he was a pirate he had a dream about the future fast food. No, no, that's um, when he was the composer. He had the dream about. Oh, was it? Yeah, because that's where he dreamed the Cloud Atlas music. Mm. Oh, I thought it was yeah. when he was a captain. <laughs> he did look kind of piratey with that beard yeah. and those, those eyebrows. Anyways, so that's <laughs> damn. Jim Broadbent is in everything. He's, he's like, in like all the plots. He's no, not oh. just all the plots, but all of them. I feel like all I the see. Nowadays. Like I just watch. Not even nowadays. I just like. Don't think he gets the credit of being like a British, like Steve Buscemi or like Christopher Walken. Because I feel like I watch a film like, what the fuck? Why is Jim Broadbent here? Jim Broadbent's always solid. That's right. Yeah, I know, but that's the thing. I just like I keep forgetting that he's just in things, you know. And and he makes the the um, the Timothy kind of narrative um, a lot. Quite a lot of fun because I remember recalling it, thinking of Cloud Atlas, and being like, "Oh yeah, there's that kind of comedic plot of him getting out." But apparently, in the book, he's like a racist. Oh yeah, in the book, he sucks. He's the worst narrator. The whole thing is like the kind of, and it's specifically it's on purpose. The whole point is like he's old and his thinking, he's old fashioned guy, and so that's why he belongs. That's why his brother would play this prank on him to put him in the retirement home, trap him there. But and he's just very unpleasant. But it just means you have to spend like a whole lot of pages with this guy who's just like being casually racist to everybody yeah. and being like oh young yeah. people get off my lawn like all of this stuff so they just had to like take some shortcuts which i yeah. guess is which like i'm like i'm glad movie, if you're right? gonna cut yeah. something cut that yeah. like absolutely, <laughs> and he's got a brother that is just hugh grant just caked in oh, makeup, caked oh. in what, makeup. What, what do people caked think i don't know if it's makeup. a bottle or a banana but what do people think about these little cameos and appearances from the people the actors yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> It's kind it's, of, I remember when I first saw it, it wasn't this watch, but it was kind of a novelty of like, oh, that's Ben Whishaw and Drag. That's or like, up. yeah, or like when they um, escaped to like the pub and then there was like Jim Sturgis as like, like the, the, the rowdiest guy. Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, okay. 
I think um, it's it's. Uh, I think it's interesting to it's me. Kind like, of fun, and it you know momentarily takes her out of the movie, but it is kind of. I think it is. I, I I don't know how I feel about it because I, I like I do find it interesting, but the execution is so the execution's so bad. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> The concept of it is better than yeah, yeah, yeah. watching it, I think. And I guess, like, we can talk about the elephant in the room. Like, the concept they've applied that to race as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, around, like, oh, like, right off the bat from the film, like, not even... Well, it's all pretty egregious, but the the one that I didn't recall is there in... Somewhere in Polynesia. Supposed to be in the Chatham right? Islands. And yeah. so the the character there was a yeah. character, Altua, well, then, yeah. who um gets he sort of stows away on Adam Ewing's ship. This is Jim Stowe just back in the eighteen yeah. hundreds. He's a Moriori. Um, and he's supposed sure. to be Moriori. Yeah. Yeah. And they have yeah. just been like, so I guess African. And so they've just cast African yeah. actors for all the Moriori characters. And it's just like Polynesia yeah. and Africa. No. Like, are just not like it's not the same not the same no. part of the yeah. world. Yeah. <laughs> like it's There were like someone who could yeah, be and Keith David also. But there's yeah. absolutely because neither Keith David or David Garcia play no. any substantial roles in the other things. No. Like, oh, Keith David plays like a friend, the, the friend. But like, there's no reason Halle why Harry. he couldn't be Polynesian instead. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Like that could yeah. have been someone else. It's yeah. just it doesn't make sense why they would specifically just it just it just speak to real cultural blindness of like mm. those are all kind of the well, same that's, that's also funny because like when i first watched this um i didn't mind the yellow face because in i was like justifying it in that like all of the characters had to like play different races so like they could play white people and they've had the makeup to do that which not very successfully applied but also i thought about it and like no one did blackface no that's one... the thing I, I think so that, that's clear... what I remember when yeah. this film came out not watching it was the fact that nobody clearly they had shied away from so that clearly they knew there was exactly a line. yeah and I feel like that just shows a specific level of priority well that exactly like, yellow yeah. face is fine and blackface yeah. is not and that's what kind of just like I was like First of all, the makeup is not good. Not good. But uh, also, I was like, hmm. So they have thought about this in that in that sense, and they were. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah it was, because it's, it's like that. Those characters are so like small, and those actors mm. are so uh, like underused because they were like, oh, we can't race spend exactly. other people into playing. You know those. what took me out though? Two two moments when um, Halle Berry was playing the Asian doctor. Took me out. I was like, "Who is this lady?" I don't even remember that. She, Asian doctor. She was like yeah. the one. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Operating on Sony. You can't even tell her. But I thought it was I Hugh Jackman. I, I yeah. mean, not Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Jack- for one minute. Uh, I thought it was Hugh <laughs> Weaving, but no, yeah. Yeah, and also when Duna Bay was playing the Latina lady. Yes. Yeah. I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really yeah. weird. Um. Yeah, and and it's a problem that you could kind of get around if you had a more diverse core cast because it is really white Mm. in terms of the core players. This is the thing. I mean, like, I feel. Do we have any more bottles before we move on to talking about? This I think stuff? it's all it's like kind of major... like what we talk about with this movie is just like all, the bottles come with it. like so much yeah. one. So I'm like, and... I, I was just going to say mm-hmm. a thing about the editing and the adaptation that I did like before we move into the bad things is yeah. the fact that we can follow the story mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that should yeah. not be understated mm-hmm. that that is really like it's, huge. it's so it would be such an incoherent mess if you didn't oh, have a really strong like clear editing, narrative storytelling. Yeah. And so that it is very well edited and that you can tell where each story is the climaxes happen at the right mm. time together we've got all of these narrative threads and even and with that double casting mm. that would be something that becomes particularly confusing so the fact that we we know which tom hanks we're looking at we know which like time period we're in yeah the worlds we, are really strongly conveyed the worlds yeah. are very strongly conveyed 
you know that's that that is really good filmmaking and i feel like i've Very... got to commend them on that absolutely mm. um but let's talk about the bad things. I do. I do also want to say the the actual composition of the Cloud Atlas Six Dead is a banger. It's nice. Good I really like yeah. it. I used to just <laughs> pop it on around yeah. the house and just feel the vibe. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think there are two major problems with the yellow face, right? <laughs> like, yeah. firstly, why? Like, you don't need to like why? Yeah. Like, you yeah. could just firstly, you could just got more Asian actors, and then Absolutely, you didn't have to do yeah. it. Secondly. There's no reason why James Darcy's character couldn't be white. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're in future Korea. The Inquisition, yeah. Like, why does future Korea have to only have Koreans in it? Like, well, yeah. in the future. Well, character as Exactly. Well. Like, there's yeah. no specific reason why we have to keep see... a racially homogenous Korea mm, 100 mm. years in the future. And we yeah. see other white people. Yes, there's a book there in, like, the... He could easily be just, like, Inquisitor Sixsmith or something. Yeah, and, like, that he could just would be, be another even... guy. Like... But, but that would be even more, like, obviously he's not one of the souls we're following, but it's just like, oh, you're playing your, like, great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson? Yeah. yeah. That's you know, cool. that's kind of cool. Mm. Yeah. And, like, it, there's, yeah, it's like, firstly, have a more diverse cast. Like, Absolutely. I think that's the thing. It's like, that what they've done is there's a lack of imagination, I think, in that yeah. every character that isn't specified as being a specific race in the book they have made white yeah and it's yeah. such a default kind of like a sort of unimaginative thing and mm. i'm like if you just cut some of your stars have a few fewer stars because of yeah. course only white people can be stars then or just have a bigger cast like bigger you can cast. still have the, mm. the stars. these people did like movie 43 or something so like mm. you could get big stars and other people but like yeah, yeah. i think it's just have a few less double ups or yeah. you know like have a few more like people playing row- rowdy scottish men and pub mm. like kind of level cameos and the other the other storylines mm. yeah. um but yeah it's like have a more diverse cast however you do that and then also like there are some certain points where you just didn't there was just not a call to have people be different races like I don't know what the, the actress's name is, but um, the other Korean actress who plays that, Yuna. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She plays Tom Hanks's sister, Wife? I think, in the oh, future. S- sister. Wife oh, yes, sister. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the future. And she has, like, yeah, like, white person prosthetics yeah. on. Yeah. She and is... I'm like, we're in, we're, like, we're in the... In the future, they could be we don't Asian. know what their relationship yeah, yeah. is. That we yeah. weren't sure if this is a wife or a sister. Or oh a my god! Also, in just that... just make that his wife that died. Also, in that future, um, Hugh Grant and like Ben Whishaw were like savages. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like that one. I'm just like okay. I guess it's, it's like we're in the future. It's kind of Mad but Maxy, still, but I'm like, do we need to make it look the cost, so the costu- like costuming? The costuming is, is, does, is, doesn't have to be yeah. so like okay. Yeah. Um, we know tribal. what we associate with. Like, it. Yeah. yeah, they could be savages. They could just be white savages instead of yeah, Full making them makeup. look a little yeah. bit more yeah. Very, yeah. they look very like the um. Oh, what's in Lord of the Rings? The like Eastern men that ride the big mm. elephant things, which is again oh, yeah, like, yeah. why do we have to be racially yeah. coded on that, exactly, guys? Yeah. PJ, like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> the makeup was bad. They shouldn't bad. have done it. Like, I think it's it's bad and it's distracting. It's very distracting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like it makes your story sound worse. <laughs> it's so funny because there was literally one character where Susan Sarandon 
had no makeup but like a nose. She just had a big <laughs> nose. And I think it was the, the first story where mm. she played the mother of Jim Sturgis. And she just had a nose. And I'm like, we don't need her nose. Get that nose off her get, face. Get it's that nose of a, off of her face. And I think there is something about us all coming from a theater background, right? Where yeah. we understand double casting. We yeah. know that like when they come in and they've got a different shirt and they call them a different name, that's a different guy. And he's yeah. going to act differently. He's going to do a different voice, you know. Yeah. And I think maybe it is that they don't trust a film audience will have that yeah. understanding for double casting. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a 2012 thing. I feel like a film audience would understand if you made this today. I think so. Um, but, you know, like... Because even if you don't put on the makeup and they still play the character, I think that's fine. Like, you yeah, know, like... You're, you're doing the character in a different way. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I think, yeah, again, makeup there's no reason the why those those char- white characters couldn't be in future Korea. Just don't make exactly. them... Exactly. Don't give them they Korean don't, aesthetics. They, they don't, don't need, need to be Korean. To be Korean. <laughs> makeup is the most theatery thing in film, and they do it so much, especially in biopics, of like, oh, this is old age makeup, and trying to like... Yeah, like uh, suspend your disbelief where it's just so obviously caked on. Like it's, um, yeah, it's bizarre. You get these huge ruddy noses for Tom Hanks yeah. when he's playing like the attendant. And, right. um, it's yeah. like, and it feels very much like we're trying to disguise so you know it's a different character. And yeah. it's like, but you yeah. want us to know it's Tom Hanks still. Yeah, exactly. Except yeah. the whole point is that we have to know that it's the same actor. Otherwise, we're not understanding. So it's like a, a double bind they're finding themselves and in where they uh, can't be look like Tom Hanks, but it is Tom Hanks. You've got to know it's And Tom I remember Hanks. thinking that was real cool when I was, <laughs> I was uh, a teen or like younger. Um, uh, I think it was a novelty when I first kind of saw it, but now it's just, um, it's, yeah. it takes you out and you're like, who is that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, you get. It's so distracting. You're just looking at their makeup. Yeah, Hugo so Weaving's like bizarre, oh like matrix. And you're trying to work ratchet. out like yeah. who is there under the yeah, under yeah, makeup yeah. because there's so yeah. many layers of it. Because I have to look up, I had to look up a, a couple of them, like Gertrude, the the wife of Hugh Grant, and oh, yeah. in the thing, I was like, who's that? Clearly, it's a man. I don't know who it is. Um, and then there was Ben Whishaw because clearly. Um, there was another direct performance later on Hugh, in the same story. Hugo Weaving is Nurse Noakes, mm. yeah, which. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he's giving. Um, yeah, there's also a, there's also a, a you know, so a he's drag king. A, he's doing like a very high voice thing, which <laughs> yeah. is a little. Yeah. Um, there's also I, a drag king performance for one moment from Duna Bay being playing a random Asian man in the seventies uh, one, when? which we were that's like, not Duna what? Bay. Oh, is it uh, the other? Oh, it's the other yeah. woman. Yeah, but yeah, it's like it's, she's got like a more mustache and stuff. I don't I know. It's like a very it. like. Oh, yeah. it's like, like a literally thirty seconds, and you're like, why do we need to do a whole prosthetics for this? Duna Bay was the the Latina woman in that story. Yeah, she was the Latina woman. Um, and you know if she actually was speaking perfect Spanish in that good for her that might be um, worse for all of them uh, oh nah it's all pretty bad um, but that's like she like hits whoever it is Hugo Weaving in, a, uh, in the 70s over the head okay, like I, no cookies or something like that I wanna be you kill my like kill my dog you kill my dog yeah, like you said yeah. no chubby or something she like oh, she, I she just went like, to a place in my her pl- no, she was no not chubby. called chubby. doesn't she like says some like oh, don't call me no, wetback don't call me wetback wetback okay. not yeah. chubby <laughs> James is like I know it's an insult of some kind but I can't recall it's just so imprinted in your brain <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I want to be a little bitch and highlight which performances were the worst okay let's do it let's, <laughs> yes, do, it. let's do it um, okay. Tom Hanks as the fucking doctor Tom Hanks with, is the doctor tied with Tom Hanks as the gangster. Tom the Hanks Irish is the gangster. gangster. <laughs> who, who, Tom like, Hanks as the gangster. It's a pretty impressive oh. sequence where it goes, where he just throws someone yeah. off a building, which is 
wild. Uh, but yeah, he's talking like this. He really is. That like even Tom Hanks as Frobisher, uh, not Frobisher, um, Cavendish in the future. I was like, what is this? That kind of made sense. And Tom Hanks is like the hotel. He was going big. He was really good in his roles where he's just playing it real close to the chest. Which is the oh yeah, even as the he, the seventies guy, 70s yeah, guy as the seventy guy yeah. who gets blown up on the plane. He, I think that was. I think maybe he, that's why he was going so big for those other ones. So like when he pulled back, I was like, damn, okay. Now it's open. You've got it. You've got it. It's like, yeah, it's like he's doing a stage performance that would be without the prosthetics to try to show I'm a different character now. Honestly, (laughs) this is why Tom Hanks is not Meryl Streep. We don't see him (laughs) playing different ethnicities. This is the one time he'd be like, I'll be like Meryl. And you, yeah. you know, sometimes even Meryl doesn't doesn't get it right. Well, Remember Tom, Maria Tom Luisa? It's like there's no uh, Etomas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Other worst oh. characters. Um, are we talking? We're talking performance. Worst performance. Performance and but prosthetics yeah, you know. can definitely add. Well, yeah. the Hugh Grant. The Hugh like, Grant is the brother. The brother. <laughs> <laughs> It's like this, it's like so that's, thick with the plastic that you can see like the hollows where his eyes are poking out. That's the scene where you were like, "Oh my god, this is the, from that scene from I think you should leave." With like, I yeah. got too much shit on me. I got too much me. shit on me. Um, the Halle Berry doctor that you talked about before. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but also Hugh Grant as Surrey. Oh. oh. Hugh Grant as oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Korean. Oh my god, as the Korean villain who oh. likes to be doped up on soap. Um, and yeah. like, yeah, um, that was looks very <laughs> unpleasant. Um, doing that. Oh, I'm so bad. I'm so glad Hugh is allowed to be a villain without any <laughs> prosthetics <laughs> these <laughs> days. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Yeah. He fucking did well being a villain with costume changes in Paddington Two, a film I do not care for, but everyone in the world seems to. But yeah. you know that's is it, a discussion like, for another day. Is it, I know, I know like, your feelings about Paddington because I know that everyone like this is 2012 where you know people hopefully understood that Yellowface yeah. was not a great thing, you'd, and people kind of gave that, it a pass people... at the time. Well, it's because I think of the that's, concept. I think that's the thing. I definitely gave it up more of a pass then because of everyone's doing it. Yeah. I think, yeah, it, it, there's a very well-intentioned white ally thing here. If yeah. you're like, look, it's f- because they're in yellow face, but then, like, you know, Halle Berry's in white face. Yeah, and like, yeah, exactly. You know, they're all like... Yeah. But and, upon and, further scrutiny, and it's, it's like, just yeah, like, it doesn't hold up. It's a very, like, colorblind. <laughs> exactly, it is, yeah. Which is very much like, that's removing everything about yellow face from the historical context in yep. which such a thing exists and the, like, <laughs> the, you know, historical oppression... <laughs> of of the race that is being targeted you yeah. know like it's it's not the same thing you can't equate white face and yellow face as the same yeah um. also these stories are not equal okay the mm. six stories some of them i'm just like what is the resolution of the story i don't even remember what happened in the 70s story which i was just, i was kind of digging until i don't remember the ending basically <laughs> she got chased and then they killed Hugo weaving yeah and then that she was had it? to give it to, oh, to, his, to, to his, his niece. Yeah, that was okay. My oh, favorite yeah. was the Frobisher one. Um, How does Frobisher? I think it, yeah, it's very interesting though because the Frobisher one doesn't like, really connect very much. Like I would say, yeah. also like book like, again in, in adaptation, the Louisa Ray one is very plot heavy. Like there's yeah. a lot more stuff yeah. in the in the plot in the book mm. that was cut from this. Yeah, um, Frobisher's one is not plot heavy. Very little happens in it, yeah, but yeah. there is a whole other plot which was cut. 
Yeah, um, I don't remember. So there was not even very much at all. And so I feel like it's it's, but because you guys said this, and also a friend of the pod, Lucas, who I talked to about this earlier today, also <laughs> said that he had the same thing. He felt felt like he didn't remember much happening in the seventies one, but yeah. he felt like the Ben Wisher one was a really well rounded story. Yeah, it's because yeah. Ben grounds that fucking. And I'm like, thing. I think yeah. it's really like, a you character. Look at his show. I, I think I, it's like we love. But he's also, barely in well, it. That's the thing. You, like, yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. You're invested in the story. We're like I was kind like, of invested know? with Louis Ray until like things were happening, which I'm like, somebody's chasing somebody. Something was happening with the power plant. Whereas like you have the device of like is he gonna see six smith are they gonna be reunited what's gonna happen like you know you're like you know you start with knowing that he's gonna kill himself so you're like how does he get to that point like and they open they open with a bang with them in bed together you're like yeah okay and a bang with him putting the gun on his oh yeah unfortunately unfortunately um old georgie also i mean like i kind of love I how I, how much I, of a I have wild no love swing for it is i have no love I, I, I apart from tom's performance i didn't care for the true true section at all i was <laughs> no. like what is because i mean it's so exhausting listening to like, them talk like smart that rope yeah. <laughs> no trust yeah um, it's, yeah. I, it is funny to me that like Susan Sarandon has a smaller role in this film. You'd think they'd give her a bigger one, but you know, I'd give her a scene. But not know? even yeah, no, she doesn't have a good scene. scene. I like, mean, I don't think this film should be any longer. <laughs> I think yeah. I don't use well, that that's the thing. Time well, what I, I mean is, I feel like now, I feel like maybe it is the the, the medium for it would be a mini series, mm. where even it doesn't have to be an episode each. It can, think- it can still be like. You know, multi-episodes, multi-different, multi-different, uh, the different storylines in each episode, but, yeah. you know, expand it a bit further, get more into, like, the souls, like, mm. a, bit, a bit more room to kind of breathe and, like, yeah. get invested in these characters. I think you could definitely do, I, I mean, I think you could do a mini mini series and you could just do each story individually. Yeah. I think there probably is enough plot for each of them, like, in yeah. the book. Oh, you and you know the, the standout the standout episode would be the Frobisher one. Yeah. That's the one everyone would be, like, yeah. talking yeah, about on Twitter. One. That's the, um, the Black Mirror. Um, yeah. What's it called? San Junipero. San Junipero. You yeah. start with the, the, the um, Jim Sturgis yeah. one. You're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, sure. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, or you could do it, you could recreate the book book structure and you could be yes. like, we have... Ewing part one, Frobisher part one, yes, blah, blah, blah. We've yeah. got like a double episode in the middle. Or we, or we yeah. go like... A feature length. Or we, or yeah. Either feature length or we just have like part one yeah. and then the next one's part two. And we're like, yeah. what? And then it goes yeah. backwards and yeah. then we end it all and that's yeah. lovely. Um, you, you have a little uh, epilogue imagine, we have from all yeah, of Yeah, I was going to say, imagine ending on Ewing though. <laughs> but like, if you have that and then you have a little epilogue yeah, yeah, with yeah. all of the pieces tying together as they do in the film, yeah. which does end well, um, I think. You the, all of them yeah. staring at the stars. A banana that I have for like a potential that they didn't fully capitalize on of like if you are going to cast your whites to that extent like mm. the beloved white villainy of hugo grant hugo, hugo just merged them yeah. together hugo, hugo grant. grant and hugo weaving their names are, like, are too similar who like have proven themselves as you said in paddington too and like uh with hugo, v for vendetta hugo, v vendetta um and yeah yeah with, all of his career i feel like <laughs> when has he not played a villain um oh no. well, ron's not a villain but yeah um wow. with like agent smith like but like they don't really get like a, no, a meaty don't. scene to like just, chew that yeah, scene yeah. Right? except for like maybe hugo weaving's like slavery sequence at the end where he's like how dare you 
throw away your chance not to have slaves. Oh. Yeah, I did. I was like, which scene are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Literally, that's I mean, never the happened. Most memorable Literally, part. you've just written that in your head. <laughs> you just made that You're up. just gaslighting yeah. me and now like, at this me, point. For both of those <laughs> par- like actors, the most memorable thing is the old make- Georgie <laughs> and the really terrible facial prosthetic <laughs> brother. Well, to me, to me, like, wasn't, I, to me, it was Nurse Noakes for Hugo. It was just like, what the And f- Hugo Grant's like, um, yeah, as you said, the, the Korean... Um, Oh, as well. Yeah, Gosh. but you're, but none of them are like, oh, what a standout moment. All of it is just like, what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, I yeah. wish the sex set was used more as a motif. Yeah, yes. there was a lot because I than I, thought. I remember remember it being more present, but it wasn't. It's not really. I was that very present. yeah. Um, it's confused. Yeah. yeah, it's like this piece of music. It seems like it's another idea. And I felt that it was also underdeveloped in the book as well, where it's like, you've got this idea and I really love, because that conversation is in the book, is straight from the book. With where, the one with um, Louisa? With, no, with, um, so Jim Broadbent is the character and he's like, oh, I had this dream of oh, this, yes, this, yes, I was in this yes, cafe yes. and all the waitresses had the same face. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's a calling forward to looking in the yeah. future of this, this clone uh, restaurant in the future. Yeah. Um, and this is the music they were playing. And yeah. like that he's, and then somehow... Yeah, like uh, uh, mm. Robert Frobisher sort of sees into his mind, remembers what that is, and then writes this Cloud Atlas thing. Also, lol, it. uh, like, it's so funny at that sequence where Jim Broadbent is like, you wrote this, but I dreamt of it, so this is ours. Yeah. Like, yeah. this just is like, shared. That's not how collaboration is. It's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> but then it turns out that, you know, yeah, that's for- he, he does have intentions. I fully forgot that he comes on to Jim Broadbent. So yeah. when he was done, was he did the little thing. Moment. I was like, <gasps> we were like, I was like, what? <laughs> and like, then, uh, he is like he, he is not that was yeah. so cruel I know wow. and the way he shut him down is like so I'm, rude mm. you've just shared a piece of music together also like... you would never I mean just because just because you bagged um white Halle Berry doesn't mean you, <laughs> he was like he was too big for his britches I'm like I got white Halle Berry so I can have anyone he's been <laughs> throwing himself at you I just know. take it and then also like he he shoots him, but we, he says he but doesn't. But he says he didn't die. Didn't die. Which is weird because yeah. we never see him. We again. never see him again. But it's like yeah. as he's preparing to kill himself, he's like, "Oh, I found out that he didn't through the grapevine that he didn't die. So that's why I, I know he'll be coming for he'll me. He'll always help me. Be able to escape. I'm surprised Ben Whishaw hasn't had an, an Oscar vehicle yet. It's wild, eh? Hmm. He's, he, but he's look, so present. I feel know? like he's just kind of like quite picky. Maybe. I don't know. He like, I feel he like he might be quite choosy with his material. Maybe. He likes theatre a he lot more. He likes doing theatre. He does. I does mean, he does TV. I would have loved to have seen his John Proctor because that is Me not oh, expected yeah. casting, but I, I feel like he I could feel pull he it could off. do it. But I think you know, he's just honestly, he's one of those actors where he's just a roll away, and they'll give it to him. You know, yeah. like yeah. just fall into. It's did, like when Alison Allison... did he get a nomination for Bright Star? No, Bright Star got nothing. Fuck that. Rude. <laughs> John Keats did not die of tuberculosis. Look, for, he, he got an Emmy for a very English scandal, which I should watch. It looks oh, fun. Oh, it's good. good. He's good Talking at Talking of Hugh Grant. Oh, Hugh Grant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Reunion. Yes. Mm. But I feel like, yeah, I, I, he was, he's one of those actors where they'll, they'll give it the moment that yeah. he gets... Like, like do, when, do you know... Sorry, sorry. When Alice like, and Janney did it, you know? Like, she, they gave it to her straight away. Yeah. Do you know that there's a very British scandal... And then a there's very, a very English scandal. Yeah, oh, so they did a very English. No, no, they did a very English scandal. Oh, English theirs, is theirs is a very English, yeah. Oh, and I and think then now there's a very doing, British scandal. I know. Um, 
Claire Foy is in it. I don't know if it's, is it a we sequel? Can't have I don't two. think so. I think they're just like, Guys. well, we love that what? naming convention. I'm not sure. Maybe I think it because I think it might be a spiritual sequel of oh, the thing, okay. which okay. makes sense. Uh, to okay, me. okay, that makes What's sense. What's the third? It's completely unrelated. A, a very, very UK, UK scandal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just keeps going. What a very European scandal. Yeah. Very world. Scandal. <laughs> a very na- Northern Hemisphere scandal. Yeah. <laughs> European. Oh wait. Oh wait. We can't say that anymore. Um, Actually, they are still a part of Europe, just not the EU. Yeah. Are they? I. Has Brexit happened? Yeah, no Brexit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Post Brexit world. Oh, um, famously amazing race. Event, yeah, yeah the amazing race yeah. challenge. It it feels like I don't know how this is gonna go. This is very I exciting. Yeah. It feels like we might be at our stage for bag or boot. I think Ooh. so. Bag or boot. Yeah, so this wasn't the same viewing experience I had when watching it like ten years ago. I was uh, in and out of it. Finished the film, logged into my letterbox, went to the my 2012 list, moved Cloud Atlas down, <laughs> but not down enough. I think I still kind of admire the ambition and what they were going for. There's like a lot of sloppiness in the um, execution of a lot of things, but I'm glad this film exists because I think it's just like very ambitious and like someone will see this film and they're like wow all these the the possibilities you can do you know Mm -hmm. like you can write so many things you can like write new worlds write multiple different worlds and i kind of like that they went for something big and they yeah they just went for it and it might not have been a hundred percent hit rate maybe it was only a 65 percent hit rate (laughs) but you know, I admire that, and I think the the themes that they're trying to go for are still strong. In a way, they're things that I liked, but definitely things that I uh, don't feel the same with when I first watched it. And I think you know this you know caveat. It still holds some affection and sentimentality for me, as the only Wachowski film that I fa- that I fuck with really, um, and I I still like it, even though I was bored for some sections i was questioning for some sections uh but it did take me on a journey and hopefully in a future life i may grow to like or dislike it more or less but for now it's still a bag um yeah i'm on a similar similar wavelength um i feel like that the like there's there's not a lot of films like this and um that's something that the Wachowskis do and then I think Tom uh is it Twight? Teak Fair. Teak Fair. Teak Fair. Teak Fair. Uh, also makes very unique films like Perfume isn't a perfect film either but like hell yeah. It's Ben as well. Scummy eh? Ben we're sure. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That film um, was okay. I yeah. prefer Run Lola. There was a lot of sniffing in Perfume yeah. to show sniffing. people smelling things and that's very funny. But you know what like the iconic film 101 film is? For everyone, run, Laura, run. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You all our friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did it in Film 101, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and, and a part of cinema is seeing stuff uh, that you have never kind of seen before. And obviously, hopefully, more and more, we will not see Yellowface um, as much <laughs> because people will clock that it's bad. Uh, we do breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, could be good. Mm. Um, yeah, talking more yellow fat. Interesting mixed bag, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I do think as as Matt is saying, like it defies genre. It is like able to um, have a clear 
coherent kind of storytelling uh and it's pretty engaging there's some really great performances in here um some really bad ones yes it's it's all just the mixed bag um uh yeah and i do think i agree that i i got a bit bored in some parts like it doesn't it's sustained also guys it's it. two hours 51 minutes long yeah it it's is a your big evening. one That's your it evening. is a marathon yeah and it's not like lawrence of arabia where you're like oh my gosh i was well, held you, the whole time but also it's like you know what those films they had intermissions okay yeah mm. those old films bring it back yeah yeah <laughs> let's get it done with an intermission <laughs> yeah. just uh, just a process uh but without all that said yeah i do think it is a a bag for me it is worth checking out um you know we this is uh, a pretty late film for that that, that kind of um, those uh, egregious kind of um, choices with um, yellow face and, and yeah. the following kind of. And it's because it's yeah they're like oh but it's not because it's yeah, all they, equal opportunity. They could like, like justify it to themselves, you know, mm, and, and the to, studio could justify to, to yeah, the audience. The media releases, but yeah. I think it's just an understanding of well, where that colorblind, color conscious line kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's well, yeah. already in the bag, but is it a full sweep? Oh. Let's go yeah. to our third host. Um, so, you know, as usual, I'm always the hater of the story. Oh, we love, we need a hater. I'm the classic, I'm the hater of the podcast, and that's my role, and I'm, I'm learning Cass to love hater that. Cass love yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> such a hater reigns. Um, and James Mid. Like. <laughs> James Middle reigns. Yeah, sure. Um, that's me. I, I think coming into this without the nostalgia for having seen this, you know, I didn't see this in 2012 yeah. as a 19 as a year old. Um, yeah. And maybe I would have more of that kind of connection to this mm-hmm. film if I had seen it at the time. Um, I definitely think, like, I, I feel like I saw on the Wikipedia page for this that Mark Commode, one of our favorite film critics, mm. um, said that this was a failure but an honorable failure. Mm. And I really yes. feel with him on that. And, like, I think I love the ambition of it. I think it's a really yeah. big swing, and I mm. think it is a mess at the mm. end of it. Um, That's I think fair. there's just problems with the like i think yeah obviously there are some unforgivable racial things in this film which are completely like i don't think it all intended with malice Mm. but are intended with that kind of blind white allyship that you sort of get where they don't really thinking about that on Mm. those those deeper levels um i also just think that for such an inventive film there is a lack of imagination in terms of the casting stuff, in terms of yes, the, yeah. the how willing people are going to be to believe that these are different characters if they're not all wearing prosthetics. Mm. And it seems very literal-minded to me to be yeah. like, we have to literally put stuff on them to make them look like a different guy. Yeah. Um, and I, I wish that they had trusted the audience a little bit more and just been like, you know, we can just, we yeah. can we can live with this being also, uh, just a different guy. We don't have to put him in this makeup. And, well, and like hair can do a lot as well. If you, yeah. If you and costume. Transform. And yeah. it's like, also, sure, like, you can still do like James Darcy in old age makeup yeah, when he's playing yeah. old six Smith, stuff like that. But also, it's... honeys, if you're going to invest this much on makeup, make it good. Yeah. <laughs> At least get yourself an Oscar nomination or a win, you know? Like, like, I, I don't, th- I think they were doing the best they could. Probably, like, honestly, yeah. With the, like, yeah. I feel like they were, they were just carving up latex left, right, and center. Yeah. They had so many yeah. pieces to make. Think about how long oh all the God. actors would have had to sit. Imagine and just Hugh, Hugh Grant just sitting there and for that. For that big of a role, <laughs> Just for that one guy. Yeah. I bet he was like, oh. "I'm gonna film all my scenes for this character In today." One day. <laughs> Let's yeah, get it of all course done. you do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I think that it's also that not only is that kind of distracting and like it looks bad, mm. but also it, it 
is an inhibitor for the performances as well. Like, yeah. there's definitely a reason why all of our favorite performances were ones where the actor was wearing <laughs> not much makeup. Yeah. Um, not having to wear prosthetics. Uh, um, because we can actually see them perform. Yeah. Like, we can see Tom Hanks performing God. as that character. Jim Broadbent is so lucky. Performing in that. Oh, Jim Broadbent basically just had to play himself yeah, exactly. the whole time. I mean, lucky he, did, him. he did have the other face, but yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, sorry, Broadbent. No, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, just um, Broadbent. I was thinking of Jim Sturgis. Yeah, he got, he got out lucky. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I think it's one of those things where it, it not only is a bad choice for its racism and also for its distractingness, but also it just it just stops you from getting as good performances from some of these people as you could have got if yeah. they didn't have this weird thing on their face. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I think I think all in all, even though I'm like I love the structure of it, I think mm. like what you're saying about it being like yeah a really inspiring film in a lot mm. of ways i definitely see like i think the, the structure yeah. of it is is so ambitious and so exciting mm. um and, and for that reason i'm like i'm kind of glad it exists I'm yeah glad we got I'm to a, so got to a mixed bag on it mm. yeah. um but i think it is um it's a soft biff yeah it is it is still a biff for yeah. me like yeah. it's it's not a um yeah and I, I think it's it too much wrong with i it. think it deserves <laughs> a biff I think it deserves one, one yeah, of the three exactly. bits, and I'm happy to always be the one of the, the three bits. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's wild when it's not you. Yeah. I know. Uh, it's like it's a twist. every so often someone else will hate something, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is it for Cloud Atlas. It is in the bag, but, mm. you know, there's a bit of a stink to it. You know, it's a little, there's <laughs> some flies. <laughs> wow, don't touch that bag, honestly, if that was that bad. Oh. No, there's a couple of bananas, a couple of, not yeah. your favorite candies. Yeah, um, literally, but, there's a couple of bananas in the bag. Yeah, so. yeah. gross. <laughs> Smells. Yeah, yeah, funky. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so you can, uh, if you want to stay up to date uh, with our shenanigans, uh, we are on Mixbag uh, Pod on Twitter, on Mixbag Podcast on Instagram, and we're on Facebook too at Mixbag Podcast. Mm. Um, yeah, make sure that you, uh, if you are enjoying this podcast, and it's been seventy episodes, give or take. So if you're still with us. You're clearly okay. really enjoying this podcast. Like so we're still enjoying doing it. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Why not rate us five stars on yeah. Apple Podcasts? Because it really helps people discover this podcast. And while that's not our main agenda, it's always nice to It'd have be a nice if listeners. more than just our stuff. 10 friends yeah and you can write a review as well we want to hear from you we love our fans whenever yeah. we encounter you at parties and we know you guys have some ideas for things that we want we should do so yeah what seasons do you want to see what next assances do you want yeah. um yeah who who is out there that you is is a mixed bag king or queen um yeah let us know let us know but, but for now that's, that's a wrap, wrap. present all 23 you like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.